Hello and welcome back to Fresh Face Comics, the comic book podcast where a lifelong comic book reader introduces his friend to the world of comics for the first time. My name is Joey Morgan, the aforementioned lifelong reader. Uh, with me, as always, is Jacob Licklider, the aforementioned newbie. This is going to be interesting. We have another guest. We do. This is our second guest on the podcast, but this time it is also a newbie to comics. Uh, my brother, Jacob. Hello. How's yeah, it going, everyone? A, <laughs> not only are both Jacobs Jacobs, but they're also uh, uh, they both read this book for the first time. Uh, so uh, putting another fresh face in fresh face comics. Uh, very excited for today's episode. We are continuing our Death of Superman uh, uh, block of books. So this is our second episode. We're covering Funeral for a Friend by another shit ton of writers: uh, Dan Jurgens, Carl Kessel, uh, William Messner, Lobes, Jerry Ordway, Louis Simonson, and Roger Stern. Holy shit! Um, so I think you this both... is like the the most authors credited. I think I think looking at Return, it has more. There's, yeah, I think yeah, I think Return has more, which is fucking crazy. Um, but also makes sense. Um, so yeah, so uh, we're co- uh, we're covering Funeral for a Friend today. Uh, before we get into today's episode, uh, I want to thank you all once again for supporting the podcast. Uh, especially since we started covering Superman comics, our listenership hasn't really gone down, which is really nice to know that the change of topic from the extremely popular Batman stuff to the slightly lesser known Superman stuff is is uh, still doing okay with most people. Um, I hope you're still enjoying the podcast. And as always, uh, if you like what you're hearing, uh, be sure to share the podcast around. Uh, anyone that you think may be interested in listening to it, uh, share it around with them. I'm sure it would uh, they would enjoy it, and also that it would uh, that we would appreciate it uh, because it would be greatly greatly appreciated by us to know that others are out there listening to what we do and enjoying what we do. So. I don't know what that jumble of word what words words was. I can't fucking speak today. I just got off work half an hour ago. But here we are. Um, I guess let's jump right into this with our non-spoiler section. So, which Jacob would like to go first in their thoughts I'll, on funeral for the I'll, first I'll time? I'll let the guest go first. All right. <clears throat> well, I think it's fair to say we start off with after the death of Superman. Then mm-hmm. there will in fact be a funeral at play at some point. <laughs> that, that, that is true. That is true. Um, General thoughts, though, like, as a follow-up to death, and obviously keep it non-spoiler, for now at least, uh, what did you make of the follow-up, and uh, did did it meet your expectations? Do you have any expectations going in? Um, I'll start, because I'm the guest, I suppose that makes enough sense. Um, My general thoughts were, the book opens pretty much exactly as I anticipated it would open. Mm -hmm. In the middle, it's a little slower than... uh, death is but death is basically one giant battle till you get to the to the stated end goal in the anyway mm-hmm. and the ending is just lovely it is it is oh yeah it's great and obviously we'll get more into that as we uh as we go into the, the spoiler section but i think it is fair to say that funeral is a little bit more derivative than death uh to put it lightly it's a lot Be- slower than death it it's, it is it is there, uh, there were i will say there were some points that for me this was just hard to read at points just because mm-hmm. it it feels like picking up right from death they know where they're going we know what we're doing and then something happens after about four or five issues and it's like well we now need to stall mm-hmm. um and, yeah i can i can feel that i definitely know what you mean like i think um it has a lot to do with the fact that as uh 
as I'm sure will be pointed out, that at the time it was probably in a in, in an effort to make the death feel real. Like they're not just going to bring him back like a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they do end up bringing him back almost a year later. Um, but, but, but you but get still, my point. Yeah, like the stalling yeah, is pointful. Yeah, yeah. There's a point in making in making the death last for so long, and also for for waiting so long to bring in uh, a, a replacement for Superman, because we'll get there with the next book. Well, but, yeah, it, it feels like they were trying to stall to get to Adventures of Superman 500, because that's where we want this plot point, a very specific plot point to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That, that ends the book beautifully. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Adventure Great. 500 is like is fucking perfect. Um, a lot of the issues beforehand, not as perfect, but I do think the book does start very strong. Um, we we pick up immediately after Clark dies, and we see a very realistic aftermath to it. Um, we we don't like jump to like a week later and all the dust has settled and we're planning his funeral and things like that. Like no, right? It's not all is, happy go lucky as it were. Yeah, this is directly after. There are people still doubting that he's even dead. We try to revive Superman. Who the fuck can do that? But maybe it's possible. Superman just fucking died. Who knows what what happens now? Um, so it's it's a very realistic aftermath, and I really really like that about this book. I anticipated such a realistic approach. Because I figured they would be almost silly to jump ahead, even a day. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, man, there's a lot of immediate aftermath you have to be sure about. Yeah, yeah. Not not just for Superman, of course, but for all the other guest characters that appeared in Death Lamb, such as our Justice League members, uh, everyone at the Daily Planet, uh, the Guardian, our Academus people, all them. Um, there's a lot of ground to cover. So the fact that it's a a longer uh, it's a longer uh, aftermath does make sense, I feel. And, and it's telling that the funeral itself doesn't happen for like three or four issues. Yeah. To really, yeah. And, to and, really and give I, that time to breathe. Yeah, and that I feel is deserved, but also it shows how short of a time span all of these issues are taking place in um, because realistically the funeral wouldn't be that long after, but it takes a good couple issues to actually even get there. It'd be probably like a week Absolutely. after. Yeah, yeah. Um, and considering these these issues were pretty much coming out week after week after week, um, you would you would pretty much have these uh, these events like in quick succession. But uh, oddly enough, the real world time of Death of Superman and Funeral for a Friend is even shorter than the amount of time it was released in. Yeah, um, I think it's I think it's I think what's also what also hit hit me is uh, especially especially in the middle. Um, just, just how much they're trying to at least show the rest of the world react. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because keep because originally this and a few issues of Rain, I think, were included in a, in a collection called "The World Reacts to the Death of Superman," and it, and it was pretty much omnibus sized. Uh, and it was a it, it was a big collection, and it feels like there is a lot of ground to cover until you actually delve into it and you realize, okay, once we cover our, our main bases of like the people directly involved in the event and the people that would obviously care about speaking on the death of Superman post death of Superman. Um, once we get past those characters, there's not as much ground to cover as one would hope. And um, the book just does sort of, does just sort of like um, just mope around towards the it, middle. And it, it doesn't it actually feels like, do that It feels much. like they want to bring in replacement Superman, but they don't know exactly like the, that the writers don't know what form that's going to take or that yeah. should take mm-hmm. uh, i think it's that 
the, it's, it's it like uh, back to being a stall tactic. I think it's just that we introduced like characters like Guardian doing his thing more broadly as a, as a means of setting the audience up for other people doing the job of Superman. Mm-hmm. And you have these other heroes here that uh, even throughout this book, before we actually get our replacements for Superman uh, at yeah. the very end, before like you have heroes like like trying to do the things that Superman does. Uh, there's an issue in here called Legacy of Superman. And it was a special release at the time. And you have these other heroes doing sort of Superman as jobs or 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 things inspired by the acts of Superman. And they're there. And you feel the impact it's trying to make. But a lot of it just it, it is totally pointless. It goes absolutely nowhere. It does not actually have much to offer up beyond this is a this is someone or probably a regular person just inspired by the acts of superman that wants to do something to uh, to sort of honor them and you feel that but there's a good like three four examples you could get through before it becomes the same thing again and again oh yeah it becomes it becomes way too repetitive repetitive Um, and there are a lot of repetitive scenes again that are mostly in the middle and mm -hmm. um and and again, those are probably more for recap purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not spoilery, I imagine, to say Lois Lane is dealing with the death of Clark Kent not very well. I, for one, am shocked. Um, <laughs> right. So, <laughs> like, the number of times people tell her, oh, maybe he'll be found, maybe he'll be found, get, yeah. does get a slightly repetitive. See, those bits I actually like continually being repeated, because it is something that Lois would have been told day after day after day. Um like oh yeah, maybe Clark will be found somewhere. Uh, you know, they're finding new people every day in in, in the destruction of Metropolis. Maybe he'll see he's still around. Um, so I do actually like those moments, but it's it's the other moments where it's not so much uh, things related to Clark. It's things related to Superman himself that affect the uh, th- that affect my reading of this. Yeah, there's. Um, I'd also argue like just the volume itself. Uh, this printing. Uh, the strict adherence to everything being released, being presented in chronological order of release, um, doesn't help, especially near the end. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get like, to that. Because sometimes you're just like on a really like good roll of just like two, three issues in a row of like, this is our one plot line, and then something else will stop that plot dead for like, and it's, pro- it's probably going to be a special annual issue or something. It's stuck yeah, in the middle there. Yeah, it'll for like for 50, yeah. pages. 50 pages straight, and then we'll get back to it. And that could, if, if, if nothing else is going to kill your enthusiasm reading this, this like, that is it. I want to say it's a really great book. And, and, and it, it's, it's really good for the most part. I really do enjoy it. But there are some parts that just really drag down the experience of reading it. It's not, it's not a book I dislike. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... Of the seven books, yeah, seven books that we've read for, for this podcast, I'm gonna right, say this near the top of the show. It's kind of the weakest for me so far. Just because I of would that agree. middle. Just yeah, because of I that agree. middle. I would like, agree. Of all the books I've read for this podcast, I would also agree. <laughs> hey, you've all you you read every one except for like long halloween in year one i think you've read that's, everything you else. know you know oh, no, that no, no, is no. true no, you haven't read dark knight returns but you've seen the movies and they're pretty much the comics yeah so no, that, no that's not that's not uh, that you're you are correct though you are correct yeah it's it's it's, it's just um there's like it's this is a, this is a volume that needs to be character driven like mm-hmm. you had death being the let's build up the action scene big event mm-hmm. this needs to be that character stuff in the aftermath 
which yeah. and it's there. Yeah, but... I was just gonna say I think there are definitely character moments, but there should be more of them. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, there, should, there should be more of them, and it it genuinely feels like they like they wanted to do the stuff right at like at the end of the volume sooner, but just we're basically told nope, you you've got to wait, you got to wait. Yeah. Um, Is there yeah. much else to talk about before uh, before, before we get into spoilers? Because I think that's about it. Um, we, we we talked about like you know the, the main characters that are affected by it. Uh, Lex plays a big part in this, and I can't wait to talk about Lex in, in, in the spoilers. Oh yeah, he's 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 a lot of he's a lot of fun. I really I I also really can't wait to talk about Lex <laughs> for many a reason. We, we we talked last episode about how much we loved Australian Lex Luthor and one friend the, Marcus. The cover of a romance novel. Yeah, our one friend Marcus didn't know what we were talking about and and <laughs> had to post about it on Twitter because he didn't know what uh what Lex the Second looked like. Um, uh, if there's anything else to say, I would say Ma and Pa Kent are just one of the biggest driving forces in this whole book, and I loved it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they're lovely. whatever it's yeah. them. Lois and about fifty percent of the stuff with Supergirl, maybe a bit more. It's great. Like mm-hmm. the stuff with Supergirl is mostly great until that one thing that we'll talk about, which isn't bad, but it's it's the thing that stops the book dead for one yeah. final time. Yeah. But I guess. Uh, with that being said, I guess you actually want to hear what we're talking about. So uh, consider this a spoiler warning. I'm going to be honest, there's not much to spoil in Funeral for a Friend. It's a lot of things that you would imagine happen already. Um, but I guess it's... Uh, I'd say there's a few things one might not guess, just yeah. by the title anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but most of the stuff that you could probably guess happens in here. So... Um, proceed with caution as always if you're if you're actively avoiding spoilers but at the same time I can't imagine you'll be too shocked by what we're about to say so let's get into this uh, we have the first issue of Funeral for a Friend The Adventures of Superman 498 uh, love the cover of this one it is that is a that is a chilling that is equally as chilling as the Superman 75 cover yeah yeah it's uh, it, it's rough and I love the, the the Funeral for a Friend 1 banner at the top of it yeah, I'm very good yes. to say, like, this is, this is the first issue of this story arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, they, they let you know when, like, how the story is split up. I, like, I think there's still, I think there might still be a Funeral for a Friend issue in Reign of the Superman, and I know there are a bunch of Reign issues in return, so, um, they, 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 they let you know, like, like, where these arcs took place. As well, because didn't Reign also, like, basically just lasted for a really long time? Like, Yeah, Reign lasted pretty much, a, a, like, right up until the very issue where Clark came back, so. Yeah, so it's basically, it's basically Return is the second half of Reign. Pretty much, pretty much. So, all right, uh, 498, so we open... Clark Kent is dead. Uh, Lois is crying over his body. Jimmy is shocked. The JLA is beaten behind them. Doomsday's body lays there. Uh, people aren't sure if he's actually dead, though. Which I, which and I like. and you get this one of my favorite dumb lines in the entire yeah. book. Um, <laughs> uh, you have you have these 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 soldiers with guns, uh, and one of them says, and referring to Doomsday's corpse, "I'm gonna poke it with my gun." 
I laughed at that really hard <laughs> when I read the line for the first time. So I was like, excuse funny. me, excuse me. What do you think? Why? No, your gun is not a thing to poke. That is a deadly weapon. <laughs> I mean, as, as dumb as and as funny as that line is, I also like that. For me, it's uh, it's set in this immediate realization that without Superman also alive, if Doomsday isn't actually dead, they're all screwed. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. If Doomsday's not dead, everyone's everyone's screwed. Yeah, like, yeah. and you have everyone immediately like, no, Superman can't be dead. What? What? And like, and like, it's like right where it's like trying to see if it if it's gonna move, and then you have a character I I don't recognize. Uh, which oh the the, the gray guy yeah with the horns yes. uh I am actually blanking who the I fuck only, is I this? almost exclusively refer to him as the gray guy with horns yeah. we'll, we'll go with the gray guy with horns um so gray psychic guy with horns is like okay doomsday definitely dead the fort was yeah. filled with rage anger now there is nothing um I love. Lois here, just like like having to act as if her fiance didn't just die, but but mask that with Superman just died and she cares about him so much. And everyone kind of gets that too. They're like, oh well, you know, her her immediate this is like totally justified. Now I'm curious, uh, Licklighter. <laughs> I'm gonna I fucking hate this. I can't just say Jacob. Um, <laughs> Licklighter. Um, did you know Dan Turpin or Maggie Sawyer at all? No, I did not know this? any of these characters. This is this is fun because you're about to start watching um, uh, Superman the animated series, right? You're almost done with New Batman Adventures. Soonish, soonish, soonish. Um, so you'll get to know them pretty well through that at least. But uh, they're sort they're basically your your GCPD of Superman stuff. Um, just not nearly as iconic, unfortunately, because I love Dan Turpin. Um, he's a great character there. Um, yeah. So, uh, so you see him, he comes across shape-shifting Supergirl here as a, as a purple shriveled alien, which is fun. Um, Lex comes in and, uh, and, and, and picks her up, takes her away. Um, I love this whole scene though of, people trying to revive superman see if it's even possible to do such a thing like yeah let's just let's just try the defibrillator mm-hmm. i think well, guardian, the idea of, of, of the yeah idea guardian of tries to do guardian does cpr on it like like see what works you know it's uh nobody quite knows what will work if anything will work you know he, he's not normal obviously um I love this one bit on the uh, on the one page at the bottom uh, where everyone's silhouetted and Lois is carrying his cape and his cape is the only thing that's colored in. Yeah, it's 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 a really stunning Im- imagery. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, keeping that nice consistent art style across all the most of the issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what I what I it's it's like and it, it's the it, it's a great way of communicating that they are not only trying everything, they are trying everything and they they keep. They keep trying even after the point where it's like clearly hopeless. Like, mm-hmm. therefore, uh, we keep this defib up. We're gonna melt the paddles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like it's like no. Then melt the blasted paddles, but keep at it. Mm-hmm. And and you just have Lois, who has Lois is kind of lost basically. Like mm-hmm. she yeah, just she... watched her fiance die. Yeah, and has to pretend as if it wasn't her fiance. 
It's yeah. horrible. I mean, it's great. I mean, it's great, great drama, but it's horrible. Um, the thing that really if we were Lois, it would be a horrible. But because we're not Lois, we look and go, yes, great drama, <laughs> drama, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, then you then you have Cat Grant just being like, you know, can't you call up Clark? Which is <laughs> a great knife in the wound. It's like no, can't call up Clark. He's dead. Um, the thing that really kills me here is we eventually go over to uh, Ma and Pa Kent, who are pretty much speechless throughout this whole thing. Um, uh, uh, well, before that, you have you have a random person being like, "Hey, this is a legend right here." Or say, "Random person again, you bitch!" No, <laughs> um, random person. Fuck you. <laughs> You're right. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but. <laughs> Like this ex superhero, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, with some uh, uh, some child abuse. You see, uh, you see him again later on, then too. Yeah, but yeah, you, and you have you have the idea that it's like it's Lois being the only one who can report on Superman's death because mm-hmm. she's the only one who saw it all. Yeah. Wait, Jacob. Not fuck. My God, my brother, Jacob. Um. <laughs> This is like your favorite character though in the book, isn't it? Gangbuster. Gang, yes, Gangbuster is my favorite Gang, single storyline. A little later on, because <laughs> I just love action. I love just watching the actions of Gangbuster. He's just kind of funny. Like I don't know, he's really like fun. okay. I will get into it much later, but I love it. I just want to because you brought up. I love that like the, the gang leader. He's dangling from the window, and he put and the like, Gangbuster slams a chair down. He's like, "This should hold you." And he's like, "No one won't." So it's like, "You're right." He slams a gang member in that chair, and he goes, "This is a test of loyalty." <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, so again, uh, Mom and Pa Kent, they're basically, they're, they're totally speechless. Um, I love that at first, you know, everyone's like, oh yeah, Superman is dead, whatever, and John, uh, John Kent first says, like, oh, the fool doesn't know what he's talking about. And then and you have Mom, those two panels, like, that, that really good way of just, it's the same panel twice, basically. Mm-hmm. But it's a but good just to show how much, how long that silence lasts, and when they like consider, like, hey, what if he actually is dead? Um, and it's horrible. Just I mean, oh, it's oh, I love it. I love it so much. Um, Supergirl sort of uh, puts herself back together as Supergirl. Um, it is is also really feeling it, which is again interesting because she's you know with Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but also but remember this is good Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah. This is the good one. Lex, Lex Two is a good guy. Sure, sure. Because Supposedly, um, he totally he totally doesn't murder someone in this volume. No, um, he does not just murder someone in like a locker room. Yeah, yeah, no, nope, because never. because he doesn't like her. <laughs> it's also just it's also also totally not to prove this because he can. Yeah, yeah, for no other um, reason other than he just could. But more on that later. Uh, Cadmus begins taking Doomsday's body away. Yeah, which is. Which is, it's interesting because they're authorized for both the body of Doomsday and Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nobody trusts them. Like, which is, as far as, like, you'll see, you'll see further on. Yeah, fair. They, uh, because the, um, they then do some stuff with the body later on. They do. They do. Um, then, uh, uh, we have Bibbo and, uh, Emile Hamilton. Now, Jacob, did you know Emile Hamilton at all before this? 
he was in um because i know you've seen man of steel um he was in that he was he was the doctor working with the military in that i don't remember if even they referred to him by name in that movie i'm pretty sure they do at least once because i think it's in the bit where um where clark is in the in the in sort of interrogation room, and he like breaks the handcuffs open, and he looks at Swanwick, and he uh, says like he sees the ID card of Emil Hamilton. He like uses X-ray vision there. Do you remember that bit? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he is, so he really isn't like he his importance really isn't shown though in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another character that I, I know you'll, you'll be watching animated series soon. You'll get to know him a bit better there. Um, so anyway, so they come in. Um, Bibbo tries to uh, tries to revive Superman himself, which just oh, I love it. I love Bibbo so much. Oh God, I feel I feel I feel for Bibbo. Bibbo is the heart and soul of this yeah, book. Bibbo, Bibbo is a surprisingly a surprisingly deep character. Yeah, he is. He really like, is. Like he should just be like stereotypical Popeye the Sailor Man, yep. but he's not. He's a fucking legend. That's what he, he is. He absolutely isn't. <laughs> He is, he is, he is like, and you have, again, like, it, it, it's Bibbo, who has a force field, um, it's like, right, I'm going to try to, try to, try to, like, what, gotcha, I'm ready for the first round. And <laughs> <laughs> the defibrillator blows up, um, and it's this, this whole idea of like, oh, maybe, maybe the body flinched. It probably didn't. Definitely uh, didn't. Definitely <laughs> didn't. Um, um, but you know, like, like, but it just shows that like hope that everyone still wants to hold on to because it's impossible to fathom almost that Superman is gone. Um, and this isn't, and this is, I think I'd like to point out realistically, not even five minutes after Superman has been dead. Yeah, yeah. It, like it's there's basically just enough time for Jimmy basically to get back to the Daily Planet, um, and like you have. Uh, you have this this very cynical bit from Jimmy Olsen about um, uh, about you know the way everyone's crawling over everyone else to be the first ones to officially pronounce Superman dead. You yeah. think they were happy he died to save them all from a slow news day? Mm-hmm. Uh, Just oh my god! I mean, it's true he's right, but man, that fucking hurts. That hurts. It, it hurts, and, and you have the interesting idea of Jimmy just possibly destroying the negatives. Mm-hmm. Of the pictures he took, because they, using them seems like a violation of my friendship with him. Oh, uh, I love it! Oh, it's so good. I mean, and, like, you have, oh. and you and you have Perry White, the voice of reason, just like, mm. no, don't do that. You need one of the at least one of those photos will serve to remind the city, you know the world of the tremendous sacrifice one man made. Mm. Uh, and that sets mm. up like something that's actually that, that's one of the things that doesn't go through this book really well is those pictures yeah and how valuable they are because jimmy was the one who was there firsthand and he was the one seeing it all as it happened and taking pictures now we also get the first we also get the first of many scenes of people telling lois that clark is probably somewhere out there um but probably not i love the line that lois has there saying um uh his luck ran out when superman died i love that bit mm-hmm. um oh, so so good uh <laughs> actually she just uh, yeah. Oh no. I was gonna say, okay. Jacob one is my brother. Jacob two is lick lighter. Okay. Jacob okay. one. Jacob one. Yes. Um, that guy there with Perry. Uh, that Ronald. Is that the same one from Rain? Because I know you started reading Rain, and we were talking about that issue. Uh, yes. That is that same. Okay, gotcha. He'll, he'll come back then. Uh, uh, Jacob two. Okay. Yeah. Ronald is uh, 
that's the same that is the same character that's actually interesting yeah, to notice yeah. now um anyway so that does it for our first issue we move on to justice league america number 70 another stunning cover my god look at that that is amazing um, a really good batch of covers through most of this yeah, yeah you could tell like just the care put into uh what this event symbolized for the dc universe people like put a lot of time into these covers they're so nice um, i like i specifically like that this one is i don't it's like the opposite of a silhouette all the mm-hmm. care everyone is colored and except the background there's no background yeah yeah it's really nice really really nice so once again take it back to right after superman dies um which is kind of funny but uh, but this is more a tie-in issue than directly a part of funeral for a friend yeah but it's it's a great reproduction of obviously the art because this this issue is written by dan jergens mm-hmm. um, and you just sort of see what, what's going through everyone's every everyone's head Mm-hmm. basically uh i love um, ice here uh who's really broken up about all this um and and bloodwind just like it just sort of delivering the the finality of it you know that really sad news that like yeah uh, no sense of brain activity no heartbeat he's gone um and that hurts i mean it, it hurts just as much as the first time we went through this aftermath um but it hurts it's really really good it's also really good of showing a different perspective and not just like like a, a lesser art, lesser statement of artists would just redo use panels from like Superman seventy five. Mm-hmm. But no, this is like literally another perspective. You know, last issue we were directly within the action and, and immediately after what happened in the uh, last issue. Um, but here it's a totally different side of the field, and uh, and and it's it's more them watching Superman from afar. Yeah, and, and it's 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 basically it's let's let's track those who fought alongside him. Like one booster gold who is not only torn up about Superman, but also just not great, doing great because you have yeah. head cord in a coma. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that definitely that that hits both him and it, and I felt that a little bit too personally. Then the guy comes in and is just an asshole again because you know, yeah, yeah, fucking guy. Um, it's, I will say every time guy gets his ass handed to him. It is so cathartic. It's like, yeah, it's it's always. I don't nice. know this character, except <laughs> he's a dick. I can't wait to start reading Green Lantern comics. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> he's he's just a complete asshole. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, so Ted Cord gets uh, gets transferred to the hospital. He's there. Looks really, really. In, uh, looks in really bad shape. Um, I love this one panel of a uh, a booster uh, it, with the whole with the black background behind him. So nicely done. Interestingly, he's not changing his clothes at all. Like, yeah, yeah. He's he's just one of those here that, that's like you know people know him. Do you know Booster's deal or, or like like what his character is? I know he's like a time traveler. Yeah. So like so like his his identity being from the future. It doesn't really make a difference who knows him here. Ah, uh, no, yeah. but like it's like well, I, well, I was bringing up it's like you'd think like you know he doesn't even fresh. He's he's like just still in that moment. Like I don't care that my clothes are completely ripped mm-hmm. uh, and and destroyed. Yeah. Uh, I think that kind of goes more to his point that to prove how like how stuck he feels. Mm-hmm. That like he doesn't even bother changing because what would be the point? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we have Fire here, who's here to comfort Ice, and it's just, oh, it's so nice. Um, 
And then we get to the main point of this issue, which is uh, all the leaguers being here to, uh, to to find out about Superman. Uh, we first go to uh, the Flash, who this is Wally West Flash, and this is the first time that we're ever covering anything Flash. So, Jacob, too. What do you know about the Flash? Uh, I, the, the Flash I'm most familiar with is Barry Allen, because mm-hmm. I've seen uh, the first season, at least, of the CW Flash show, um, which is really like I know, I, I, I and I know they eventually bring in Wally West in that show, but I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Typically, it's weird to say because this was in a time where. Wally had already been flashed for like almost ten years at this point, um, so uh, so like, it's like he was like the established Flash at this point. But for most for most continuities, I would say Wally is Kid Flash. Uh, most people know him as. Oh yeah, because they keep reviving Barry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Barry is the ever revived Flash. Yeah, we 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 blame Jeff Johns for this, but this is actually a good thing. So, um, anyway, then we have uh, Aquaman, Jacob Two, Aquaman. Thoughts? <laughs> uh, um, I was I was expecting because I know it's the '90s and I know Aquaman gets very edgy in the '90s. Uh, um, he has Aquaman has another appearance in Return where he's more the uh, the '90s Aquaman that 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 yeah. you will know. But we, we, I, I like I like Paragon slightly camp Aquaman. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice here. But uh, when you see him again later on, he's uh he has the he, like he has the, the arm cut off and everything, and the hook hand. It's it's fucking edgy. I hate it. Um, but then uh then Batman and Robin swing in. Uh, we, this is Tim Drake, Robin. Um, did you know Tim Drake at all before well, this? Yes, because I have been watching the new Batman Adventures. That's true. Obviously... That's true. But but see, new Batman Adventures is basically Jason, Jason Todd, Todd with the name of Tim Drake. Tim Drake. <laughs> I know that if anything, uh, uh, to just to describe basically basically the the four Robins, uh, the four the four main Robins, Dick Grayson's the himbo, Jason Todd's the the sad one, Tim Drake's the smart one, Damian Wayne's the edgy one. Yeah. Yep. You're. That's a that's a pretty reasonable interpretation of one sentence per each. Right on. Um. All right. Uh, it's also interestingly i I like the way um both batman and robin are drawn and characterized here um because it is it is despite this being a funeral it's it's a very it's almost a lighter characterization Mm. um it it might also be part just because there's a lot more lighter colors here Uh, yeah yeah Uh, but also that's just how like batman in the 90s was drawn uh, I know everything we've done has been black suit Batman, which is weird, um, because for a good portion of, of Batman's existence, it, it's a blue suit. Um, yeah, I, I think the blue looks nice because like the black is gray and iconic, but also blue changes it up a little bit, and you can do some more interesting things with colors with that. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Also, just as a thought about the way he's drawn, as I'm looking at it, a lot of panels are sh- putting a lot of unnecessary shade and like shadow on That's, him. That is just the way you drew Batman back then. Because his his suit was all blue, they were like, he's got to be black still. So they overshadowed fucking everything. Um, like on like on the pa- on the page <laughs> where they show up, like that middle panel on the bottom, there's just this big shadow over like his face. Yeah, <laughs> that is just how you drew Batman then. Um, then we have, it feels so weird, the fact that your first Green Lantern, Jacob, was, uh, was Guy Gardner, but now we have Hal Jordan. Um, I think... What your only experience with him was had been what you had seen the Ryan Reynolds movie, right? Of like a decade ago when it first came out. That's fair. Um, My God, actually, no, that movie is over a decade old now. 
2022. Goddamn. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Hawkman. Did you know Hawkman at all? Um, didn't they do Hawkman in, in the CW-verse at one point? They did in Legends of Tomorrow. Because I, I don't know if I, like... I don't know if I actually watched anything substantial from Legends of Tomorrow, but I watched like at yeah. least a couple yeah, episodes. Yeah, they, they, did, they did both Hawkman and Hawkgirl in uh, in Legends of Tomorrow. I think. So all I know is like something to do with reincarnation. Yeah, pretty much. Um, then a whole slew of heroes come in. We got Starfire, Nightwing, Elongated Man, Jay Garrick, Alan Scott, Green Arrow, Black Canary, Wonder Woman, Wonder fucking Woman. ever. Etrigan, oh. Etrigan the Demon is here. Yeah, I saw Etrigan. I was like, oh my god, yes. <laughs> fucking Etrigan. I considered that a win. <laughs> Who I love. See, this is so funny though because Jacob too knows Etrigan already because you've read Sandman. I have read all of Sandman, but I did not <laughs> realize. This was he's a established DC character. <laughs> he is. Yes, he is. I fucking love it. Uh, and he's rhyming so, so and everything. it's established that we were all happy Etrigan showed up. Yes. yes. Everyone loves Etrigan. Um, so then everyone gets these sort of armbands to honor Superman with. Uh, love this. With a full beautiful, page. like, full two-page two, two splash page with everybody just... Yep. Uh, yeah. So, so nice. Uh, moving on... Um, uh, let's see who else. Who else? Oh yeah, um, I love this bit here with uh, uh, where Guy puts on the uh, the armband. Really nice. Yeah, it's moment. it's this really interestingly contemplative things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and I, and Ice makes this this nice little ice sculpture for for Clark. So so nice. And Booster is just still really fucking sad about Ted Cord. And it's oh, I love it. I love it. It's so so good. Um. What a great issue! I really love uh, I, this one in particular. Like, this is one of the big highlights of this of this collection. I'd say this is an issue of how to do a stop the plot really well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because like well. technically, this issue did not advance the plot like at all. Mm-hmm. But no. it did advance a bunch of characters and contextualize it with yeah. the DC universe at large. And I would say this needs to be here. It is. It it, it is an absolutely essential part of the collection. Um, so then we move into Action Comics six eighty five, which has a really nice homage to Action Comics number one. I love this cover. It's 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 a great thing, and it's obviously like you have a Superman's dead while Supergirl's the next best thing, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and here I are. was. I was genuinely surprised when this the cover actually happened in the comic. I thought it was just going to be an homage. Yeah, no, they they straight up do the scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then again we open again back with like more news reports. Yeah, uh, but this is the actual Daily Planet edition of of the super uh, the death of Superman. Um, you see some more reporting on it. Uh, uh see Lois is the one who writes the article. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, who else would it be, really? I mean, yeah. I can't think of anyone else. I would say I, I can't think of anyone else at the planet. I would want to write it. I like that. The, like everything in this in this edition of the Daily Planet, though, is all about this one event: Doomsday Killer also slain, Justice League in mourning, Mayor declares state of emergency. It's all about this one event. There is nothing else to report on yeah. because this is the most important thing to happen in Metropolis at the time. And the interesting thing is that we are in a state of emergency. Superman is dead. Like, technically the streets are safe, poss- for now, possibly. Mm. But also, like... But also not really. It's like, no, you are, you, you are, you are, you are dealing with a complete shift of, of everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and you have, again, there's a good three pages. Um, it's, it's a really interesting way to also integrate the recap of basically what's been going on through the news reports um, mm-hmm. uh, and doing it quickly. Yeah, yeah, it, it it doesn't waste too much time, and you still feel like you know what is going on by the end. Because you have, you have Project Cadmus people. Okay, I know you're annoyed by them now, in retrospect, for constantly being here, but here it still feels fresh, I think, like this early on. Yeah, no, it, it, feels, <laughs> it feels good. It gets annoying. I can, just, I can just hear it in your voice that you're like... <laughs> Fucking Cadmus is here. Okay, but just give me I, a second. I, I would even specifically point out I, I get pissed off whenever I see Westfield at this point. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I think. I think the writers are mean to get you pissed off. It's like, can you guys just just not take the body? Like, no, no, you don't get to play with that. Um, you see Westfield and the one like the the, almost, the 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 one where it's the full spread art on the one page. Um, and he's holding up the paper like, see, I have letter. <laughs> I have letter. I, it's, 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 it's sort of, um, it's, it's that like, it, it's that, it's that slimy, I know exactly how to get what I need and what I want. And you can't stop me because I've gone through the proper channels. Um, which I think is fascinating. And you have, um, like you have the guardian who is a really interesting character um, at least, at least, at least in my mind, for most of this, just because he's kind of at this interesting moral dilemma of he's he's in Cadmus's back pocket, basically, but but still has that sort of moral compass that that forces him to question their actions every now and then. Yeah, it's amazing they even have him on the payroll. Well, it's it's more yeah. It, well, that that's it. It's it's more like a it's a necessary evil sort of thing. Yeah, it feels like, or from our perspective, a necessary good. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, they've implemented this news blackout, which is like Lex doesn't like that. No one likes that because that's that's it's a very it's a very that's 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 what's going to help cause some of the chaos and start yeah. rumors and things. Yep. Uh, so uh, so a fight breaks out. Then Supergirl comes in to sort of stop it all, which is nice. Um, I love the, just the role that Supergirl plays throughout this. Yeah, it's interesting because she's like, she's she's not entirely in Lex's back pocket, but she, like the Guardian, makes an interesting, like, the, it's the interesting parallel of working with not good people. Like, mm-hmm. de- definitely, like, not, 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 the, not morally upright. Like, Lex has that, 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 that facade of, I'm not my father. Mm-hmm. That, that he can very easily hide behind. Yeah. Um, right. Like if he does an action that's questionable, and someone says, "Oh, this is something that Lex first would," then he goes, "Nah, he would have done it for this reason. I'm doing it for this reason. Mm-hmm. A totally justified reason." And you never feel like Lex wants Superman's body, like, like. No, not really. Because you, you get the genuine thing that Lex is like. Lex is more just pissed that he's not the one that killed him. Yeah, like, we, we we get a lot of that later on. Like, the 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 big thing that Lex does and and contributes to to this volume is he pays for all of the funeral proceedings. Um, because if nothing else, if he didn't get to kill Superman, he will be the one to bury him. Yeah, which is 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 fair. And you have 
like, you know, like, essentially, I don't want to say being a politician, but basically going to the politicians and it's like, no, you, like, yeah, you know, it's like, you, yeah, you can't, you, you gotta stop this, you know, um, going specifically to the mayor of Metropolis, uh, determined, like, no, I am going to get Superman buried. Uh, Let's making play several, politician uh, very well. Making several public yeah. statements to I, get I, the I public like on this side. Uh, and you have, you have the interesting so reaction. You cut out for a second, try again. Who cut out? You cut out first. Yeah, you you cut out for a second, Jacob. Too. Okay, it's like like Lex playing the politician and basically getting the public on his side, in almost mm. including Lois. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I love this bit that we're coming up on here. Uh, Mon Pa Kent again. Uh, did you know Lana Lang at all, Jacob? I'm assuming Jacob too. Yeah, I I, I did a, de- a decent amount. Okay. Uh, um. So, so she's like one of these few people who knows that Clark is Superman. Um, and we start to sort of form together this group here of the people that can mourn both Clark and Superman at the same time because they knew because uh, they were like some of the only people in on the secret. And that group is comprised of of Lois, Ma, Pa, Kent and uh, and Lana. Um, I love the role that Lana comes to play in this. And I love this conversation that she has with. With, with the Kens in this scene. And it's like, it, I guess, it's, Lana and Lois have some interesting parallels because Lois just can't bring herself to call the Kents. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, by this point, it's just like, uh, like you, you have it through, through, I think it's supposed to be uh, Perry White's narration, um, mm. you know. But yeah, it's, it's that great, just, it's a great, like, narration over visual storytelling. Of, yeah. Lois clutching the cape, the uh, Ma and Pa Kent clutching each other, the phone ringing, and you start seeing that 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 connection be formed. Uh, mm-hmm. Like it's it's re- it's really good. Um, get, like this is these are like some perfect perfect scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get these couple of uh, of panels here on the next page where you see the entire world start to react to Superman, uh, the death of Superman, that is. Uh, it's so fascinating to see, and I love the way it's drawn. It's, it's, and it's, 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 uh, it's all really, again, a really good visual storytelling of, of doing something quickly, like visual quick flashes. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and, and while still getting the same information across because it's all the same news broadcast. Yeah. Um, and then you, you you have Lex over Doomsday's body, which is such a great visual. And we get this this moment of like him being genuinely pissed off that Doomsday was the one to kill Superman. It's yeah. just like the first time he breaks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I love these these private moments that Lex has throughout. There, there's a favorite of mine later on in the collection that we'll talk about. Um, just for, when, when Lex is alone, and he's able to just uh, sort of monologue to himself and and contemplate where he's at. It's so, so cool to see. Yeah, because then you have Lois going back to Clark's apartment. um, Or I suppose their apartment. I don't know. I was going to say, that was the one unclear thing that I was trying to follow, if they lived together or not. Yeah, I don't don't think they lived together, at least not regularly. Because it was still the 90s. So, yeah, yeah, I guess it wouldn't have been as regular, maybe. Maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. 
early because yeah, you know because yeah. like you get the impression when she's in the apartment she's like this place should feel homely it should feel comfortable but it doesn't it, yeah but then we have this bit, then we have this bit later on where where uh where clark's apartment is, is like is is given to someone else and and he doesn't uh own it anymore legally so it's i don't know it's it's a little unclear but i guess if nothing else like it seems like clark was regularly staying with lois yeah but you 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 also see uh some Superman villains, I suppose. Yep. Uh, uh, did you know any of these guys beforehand? The main two that are uh, no, showing No, not really. Uh, this is uh, the Toy Man and Parasite. I don't know if you know them at all. Um, I've never uh, heard of them. Gotcha. Um, they're cool to see, though, at least. Um, we get another uh, cool little Supergirl scene here. Here's where we actually create the cover moment, which is cool Cool to see. Um, I like, I like it. It's, it's the very interesting, like, you know, there's... There's a curfew, but, like, Superman's dead, so now petty crime has started to rise. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense to see this world change in the way that that it does here. And it's, uh, you get some some great corny lines. Uh, It's that Supergirl bimbo. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Which is, some of the dialogue here is, oh, so 90s. Oh like, yeah, we it's it. it's not great. It's like what it's it's how about hot lead, huh? You like hot lead? I can <laughs> live with it. <laughs> so fun, so so much fun. Uh, but then we move on over to Bibbo, and probably my favorite scene in this in this whole collection. Um, Bibbo sort of reflects. He he makes this little prayer, and he says to God, um, "I gotta ask why? Why should Superman die when a washed-up old roughneck like me goes on living?" It ain't right, God. It just ain't right. Oh my fucking God. Bibbo, we do not deserve Bibbo. <laughs> we do not deserve this man. I love it. Oh, it's so, so good. Please tell me Bibbo's a character who, who shows up more than just this story. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bibbo's a, a fairly regular character. You don't see him too much in modern comics, but he was, he was, he was a regular at the time. Ah. Yeah. See, see, um, this was... This moment with with his prayer was a standout moment for, out of the whole book for me. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you'll see Bibbo more in the animated series when you start watching that, Jacob. He he he's in there a fair bit. Yeah, because like it's it's also a really good way just to close the issue. Like oh yeah, and Bibbo even makes the cover of the next issue, uh, Man of Steel number twenty, which is so cool. <laughs> um, yeah, he's oh yeah, he's just sort of standing over there. Yeah, he's there. I love it. Um, of course we got Batman and Robin on the on the rooftop over there, or not the rooftop, but yeah, the, the one pillar over there. The pillar because of, um because of have, course they are. You have Guardian there, uh, Fire Shazam is there. I'm sure you know Shazam. Uh, Mister Miracle then too, which is interesting to see. Uh, he's one of the new gods characters, huh? Yeah, like you, you have you, have, you, have, you have a bunch of characters, and you open with just sort of the real chaos. You have that that same construction site that you had in in Death of Superman, that mm-hmm. that Doomsday, or at least it sort of feels like it's like the same construction site that Doomsday. I believe I believe it is. Yeah, plowed through, uh, and it's this. It's this great. It, you have this great bit of chaos, like you have, you know, construction workers just just talking about how even the city's always trashed, and then Lex trying to do the funeral. Look at this man's hair. 
Honestly, this is the first thing I noticed when I read this for the first time. His hair is just crazy. It is crazy. It is unkempt. It's like gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. He's got the like. It's like you have. He has a stylist trying to do work on the hair while he's on the phone, and there's several other people just just giving him like, right, you you need to do this Ooh. for the the, the funeral. Um, I like to point out in Jacob almost every too, panel like, with the. I like. I just want to point out that in almost every panel with the stylist, he's sweating like profusely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we get this gorgeous silhouette of Mon Pa Kent here on the next page. Like, oh, I love it. Look at that. And it's this great idea that they're not going to come to the funeral, which is mm-hmm. is just heart wrenching because it's like it's their own son. Yeah, they couldn't yeah, get but anywhere it, close. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an interesting idea that even in death, I mean, obvi- we do it for obvious reasons as as. As, as comic writers at the time, um, we do it for obvious reasons of, of like, oh, yeah, we can't reveal Clark's identity post-death, um, you know, for his integrity, whatever, blah, 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 blah. It's just because they're going to bring him back and we're just not going to reveal it just because. Realistically, in any form of a real world where this happens, they would reveal Clark's identity at this point, I think. Interesting. I mean, I think this... you, could, you could have that reveal while also still ended up keeping it secretly when Superman eventually returns, just because, like, there's enough conspiracies about people writing like, oh, I would really see the guess, wife. But, uh, that'd be kind of hard I mean, to do there's that. um there is a pan there's a scene later, I'm sure you both will remember, that where they're like there's they have that talk. Lois is like maybe we should reveal you know because people will find out eventually. Um, we move into this scene where uh, where Lois is, is standing on top of the Daily Planet. You mentioned the first time we tried to do this after our technical difficulties, Jacob, too, that uh, that Lois looks like she, she's just gonna like drop herself off the fucking Daily Planet. <laughs> yeah, well, and you, you kind of, it's it's drawn that way just because you don't know you know that she's grieving and you know that she hasn't hasn't been able to really find an outlet for that grief. Like, because mm-hmm. everyone keeps telling her, oh, it's, it's Clark will probably be back. Clark will probably be back. It's like, no, Clark Kent is dead. Uh, and no one knows it but me, the Kents, and Lana. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we get this, this little bit with Jimmy, and then we move into um, into the actual uh, main event of the issue, which is uh, which is funeral day, as it says so clearly up in the up in the corner. We get this wonderful sort of two page splash here of this great like procession of Justice League members and other heroes um, uh, with, with this uh, with a sort of carriage carrying the uh, carrying the casket, uh, holding Superman's body in it. Um, I love all the, the way all the people are drawn, lo- like looking at the procession. I love the guy with the fucking Superman symbol shaved into the, into the side of his head. Yes, all all while you have Lois and Jimmy together, like Jimmy just wanting like just to get it over with, and Lois, yeah, Lois needing to be there at the end. Um, Jimmy keeps saying stuff like, "Come on, we've seen him pass. We can go now." Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and and then we cut to Lobo. Now, Jacob, did you know Jacob too? Did you know Lobo at all? No, <laughs> I'm surprised about that. Actually, Lobo is a character like that, like makes his way into like weird corners of the DC universe. Um, did, did um, you play? Did you play like Injustice at all, or no? No, no, no. Okay, he was a DC. Yeah, there is literally no exposure to this character who's on one Damn. page. Uh, that hurts. See, just, I love Lobo. I'd say because for me, when I saw Lobo, I got all excited. Yeah, uh, Lobo basically just um, 
he's a he looks very 90s yeah yeah uh, very 90s just sort of raunchy space bounty hunter um really fun character i always love him uh but he uh so he's obviously pissed that superman's dead which is fun uh we then move over to uh to the uh, back to the actual funeral i love this little bit with the the kids with the kitten yeah i think is he i think he's supposed to be like it's it's well it's this great idea of like you know even though he's dead he's still inspiring like let's you know like let's 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 be nice to each other like two kids um you know sharing like you know sharing their grief through a little pet cat yeah and i like that like like the, the one kid has lines like it, it won't bring superman back you know it, it'll it'll still help and I, I like that it's just it's nice to see how how different people react to to um to the effect that superman had in the world and now, now that he's gone um you really, have someone really ready to ready to perform and perform a terrorism and then <laughs> perform a terrorism uh, <laughs> my favorite um, way to see how people react is the guy trying to profit like with the t-shirts yeah yeah um but i love I, I love this bit that jago was about to bring up with uh with batman here um batman isn't actually like part of the procession or anything he's just here to stop people trying to uh trying to like you know um uh stop the proceedings and uh batman has this great little bit about how it's superman's city so he'll do it superman's way normally batman would do much worse things to him <laughs> yeah he just he just leaves him dangling off a building yep uh, with it. a sign that commonly says, please arrest me. <laughs> <laughs> Which, realistically, yeah, that's that, that's probably the way Superman would do it. <laughs> well, I don't know, does that mean that Bruce wrote that sign? Oh, oh definitely. I, I like oh, yeah, he, he had I, I like to. think he, he like, came prepared with the pre-written signs that said, please arrest me. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, you see, uh, you see people in, like, the, in, in the sewers, a.k.a. the underworld. It's see, Jacob, sewers. it came back! It came, it came back! back. And it comes back again later. I, I'm surprised it came back so much. Back. I, I was also surprised it came back so much. <laughs> it's always here. <laughs> like you so, have Slugman. So uh, anyway, yes. Yeah, so so as, uh, as as Jacob one mentioned, uh, all the there's the guy like trying to like profit off Superman being dead, which is kind of fucked up. Bibbo puts him in his place, which is nice. Um, but he does it in the most interestingly offers him a job. He's the, he's the guy who offers him a job, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the guy's like, listen, this is the only way I can make money. And Bibble's like, listen, I'll buy all your crap and and show up at my place tomorrow. You have a job. <laughs> you have a job. Uh, they've built this great monument to Superman in the middle of the city, which is really nice. Um, they get sort of closer to it. Uh, Robin and, and, and Batman are still stopping uh, people just trying to be assholes at the funeral. Well, uh, well Jimmy is still being harassed by people like, hey, sign over the right to those pictures and uh, we'll mm -hmm. make you famous. Yep. Uh, then we get a... Uh, Lex starts making a, a speech and uh, this happens to be as uh, as Ma and Pa Kent are, are tuning in to their son's funeral on live TV. <laughs> My God, how horrible is that? How fucking horrible is that? And chaos is starting to erupt at this point, like, because you, you have... You know, you have Wonder Woman and Hal Jordan both getting involved. Um, and speaking of horrible things, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton appear on the next page. Um, and okay. <laughs> I was like, what I, I had to do a double take when I first read that. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. It's, look, it could have been worse. It could have been Reagan again. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> yes, yeah, no, I kind of, I, I kind of would really like to see a, a scathing Reagan uh, analogy again. <laughs> Only if this issue, this issue was like written by a guest, written by Frank Miller, though. <laughs> oh God. Um, well, it's it's also it's it's a it's it's interestingly story for the purpose that they serve in the story for appearing on these only two panels, and that's the only time they should appear in this entire arc. Correct. Yep. Yes. They one, don't do any. One... See, but here's the thing: Jacob One has been reading Rain, and he saw Clinton's appearance today. <laughs> I did. It was really funny. Jacob too messaged me and he was like, Hey, weird to see Clinton here. And I was like, yeah, wait till you see what he gets up to in rain. And you're like, wait, he's here some more. And I'm like, yes, yes, of course he is. Like, like this, this this I can deal with because he's the president. He's at the funeral. He's making a speech like that. Fine. Yeah. No, that makes, that makes sense. Cause you know, like we talked about in the last episode, this made national and international news. There was a whole fake newspaper with reactions from, Fictional and real people. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but and so it makes sense to like at least like include real world figures in the actual comic. Yeah. I, and interestingly, I, it's this that makes Lois break down and actually place the call. But uh, but but at this moment, uh, Ma and Pa Kent are having their own sort of funeral at the same time, and it's so sweet. I fucking love this. It can make you fucking cry, man. Um, the way uh, they have like this little uh, box put together of, of Clark's childhood things. You get this little teddy bear in there. It's, there's a scrapbook, a baseball, and a, and a baseball mitt. Um, it's so sweet and uh, paralleled oh. right with the actual body being interred. Yep. Uh, then as they get home, they answer Lois's call and. Um, uh, and it's just a really sweet note to end, end the issue on. I really, really love this. It's, um, uh... I also really like it for obvious reasons, but like when they're burying the little box of Clark's childhood stuff, they're like, listen, we don't need like uh, Pa Kent, I think is, I think it's Pa Kent that says, um, I, I feel like we don't have a reason to go on anymore. And then when Lois calls and she's like, listen, I need to talk to somebody. Ma Kent goes, this is our reason. Yep. Oh, so good. Like so, the last line so of the issue good. is, "We'll be right there." Like, mm-hmm. it's again the, the first. The first. I think there are a couple more issues of just this issue of this volume being perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's no. It's literally like one more issue. Then it starts to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. God, this is gonna. This is really gonna be one of the longer episodes of the podcast. Huh? It is. Um. Good God. All right. Well, uh, in, in the hopes of of speeding up the process, let's go into Metropolis Mailbag. Um. Which Steve is uh, friend four from Superman seventy six with I will say probably one of again another one of my favorite covers from this entire thing. All, every single cover in this collection, even for like the issues that are less than stellar, I really love the covers. Yeah, but I I love this idea. Um. Like you see. Um, you basically see the Justice League meeting, um, uh, like to just do something to honor their friend. And um, and, and Batman, and this this inter- yeah that interesting little flashback of well yeah sort of flashback of oh yeah it was just him remembering like you know like like Batman knows what this is like this this kind of loss and with um, the death of his parents and of course the death of Jason Todd 
Mm-hmm. Which is so funny. We talked about so much on this damn podcast, and you've never even read The Death of the no, Family. <laughs> no, no. It's just because the death of Jason Todd keeps coming up. It does. <laughs> I mean, it's also, like, so permissive in pop culture that it's really hard to ignore. Yeah. And it's all Frank Miller's fault. Yep. It is. No, 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 no. It, it's the public's fault. It, it, it's yeah, be, because of Frank Miller. <laughs> Seriously, listen to our Dark Knight Returns episode. Uh, we talk about like how like Frank Miller is pretty much the reason that people voted to kill off Jason Todd. Um, so anyway, so then we meet up with Mitch again from Death the Death of Superman, uh, who sort of uh, who, who, who again, sort of blames himself for uh, yeah he he's, brought, he ran away from home. It's this it's it's this great sort of look into the mind of this kid. Um, and at the same time, you see how people are trying to profit off the death of Superman. You have this lady doing like his public statement, like, I am Mrs. Superman. I was secretly married to him and whatever. Um, we had an apartment in New York or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Our, ours was like vacations in Vegas and Paris. Yeah, um, which is just miserable. It's miserable to see, but so, so real at the same time. And you have Lois just like, no, shut up, lady. Um, like... Lois puts Jimmy in his place because Jimmy's like, why don't you let this woman finish? Which I'm like, Jimmy, do you really believe that? Do you do you believe that story? Mm-hmm. You're Superman's like you pal, were, Jimmy you were Olsen. One of his best friends, you would know this. Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Um, it's uh, yeah. So uh, Jimmy meets up with Mitch, sort of like just again talks about like how how much Superman meant meant to him, even though like Superman didn't mean much to Mitch until he died. Um, and but, he's but, gonna take Mitch to a lunch with his pal Bibbo. Yes, um, I would. I wish that was an actual scene. In, oh, it is, right? Or it is. It, it they comes do actually. Up. They do actually go to. That's right. Okay. But not, But before that, you have this great melancholic scene of of Lois going back, um, back to Clark's apartment, breaking down, just as the Kents arrive. Uh, such a sweet way and then, then lana's there too and we ha- we finally had the meeting of, of this group these these only few couple people who who knew clark was superman and were so closely involved in clark's life too um uh and, and, and they sort of take solace in the fact that they are the only ones that knew and can mourn in this very specific way and it's 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 so human and then you i love i some people may not like the actual metropolis mailbag stuff I, I love really it. do. Oh, I think it's, it's so nice. Really good. It's a, it is a highlight of, of this collection. Um, I really liked it. It's uh, it's it's this idea that every every Christmas Clark would sort of uh go go look at the letters that people sent to Superman throughout the year and and see if he could actually do anything to to help these people that that ask for Superman's help. Um, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, certain things are just literally impossible. Like, uh, what is it? One of these, one of these, like farmers in these letters asked to, like, you know, um, save his crops or something, or give him like he, sunny, he, sunny he weather. He wants it. He wants it to make it rain. I think it was. Yeah, that, that's what it was. Because um, I remember, I remember because Guy points it out as being ridiculous. Yeah, because because Guy, Guy's like, this is all dumb and stupid. Why are we doing this? Like, Guy Gardner, sh- like Wonder Woman says, Guy Gardner, shut up. Um. And so, yeah, so so you have that idea that like, I love that idea that like Superman would go and do that every Christmas. And so the Justice League is, is sort of offers to, you know, fulfill that uh, that thing that he would do every Christmas. And, and so they including, they the... including a letter from uh, Mitch's mother, mm-hmm. uh, which is so nice. Uh, Wonder Woman's the one to read this out loud. And 
and sort of uh, say, that, okay, well, this is the this is what we'll do. We'll save this one in particular. You know, that this one really needs Superman's help, and Superman's not around. We will do it for him. Uh, meanwhile, Jimmy and, and and Mitch have lunch at Bibbo's with Bibbo. Um, so just what a collection of characters! I love this. <laughs> it's so nice to see the three of them here. Um, and, and you have Bibbo being his his gruff yet soft self. Yep. Um, <laughs> love Bibbo so much. Um, we go on from there. Uh, again, more just uh, more lovely scenes between Lana, Lois, and and the Kents. Um, Meanwhile, Wonder Woman goes. It's to... that great idea that both Lana and Lois are daughters to them. They're still part of the family. Yeah, uh, yep. Even if Lois didn't end up marrying Clark, mm-hmm. uh, and Lana was so closely involved with with Clark's childhood that you know the Kents always saw her as as just another one of their kids. It's great. It's really really nice. And you just have just a bunch of heartwarming scenes of superheroes showing up and making Christmas better. Even Guy Gardner. Yes, even Guy Gardner, <laughs> asshole that he is, just goes well, he and helps most, someone. Well, he chose the most. He chose the most like asshole letter to 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 respond to. <laughs> you know it's what so I mean? Great, though. Yeah, yeah, it's great though. I love it. Um, Lois goes, or not Lois. <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman goes to uh, goes to Mitch's father. Um, yes. Who? I mean, first off, it isn't isn't wholly apparent that it's Mitch's father at first. It's nice how it comes together more towards the end. Um, but, uh, but, but their house was, uh, their, uh, uh, Mitch, Mitch's mom's house was destroyed during the, uh, obviously during all this. Uh, so uh, flash green lantern, they go to help. They start rebuilding it. Um, meanwhile, uh, Jimmy and, and Mitch go to go to like sort of pay tribute to Superman at his monument. Just really, really nice scenes. This entire issue is just really heartwarming. And I love the style of these pages, how it's all done uh, six panels, three of Jimmy and Mitch, three of uh, three of Mitch's family being helped. It's really nice. They're just sort of side by side play, uh, playing these together. It's these moments that sort of that make you realize who Wonder Woman went to. Um, they sort of bring uh, Mitch's parents back together and you get this really nice full page then of Jimmy and Mitch by uh, Superman's monument with the Kents, Lana and Lois behind it, walking behind them. Just really, really nice stuff. Really, here. really nice. And then you have the cliffhanger for the issue of uh, Director Westfield orchestrating, Being an asshole. orchestrating the theft of the coffin. The, for the first, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember um, when my brother was reading this. Um, he he was like, uh, I was like, so what just happened? And you're like, oh, uh, Superman's body was stolen. I was like, ah, the first time. <laughs> um, I, because... I remember like, oh, this is gonna come to a grinding halt, isn't it? Because <laughs> like like up to and... this point, brilliant, ten out of ten, amazing. I'm I'm in love. Then we start Adventures of Superman 499. Hey, at the very least, the first third of the book is a 10 out of 10. So. Yeah, yeah. You, have, <laughs> you start, okay, it's like, it's like, okay, this is, you know, this is okay. Lex, you know, wanting to be the protector of Superman's corpse. Yep, this uh, is Adventures of Superman number 499. Uh, another nice cover with Superman's statue again. Um, I don't know why we need the fucking eagle on it, but okay. <laughs> it's... Uh, because America, <laughs> Joey. America, yes, absolutely. Have America. you not seen the? Have you not seen the 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 thing where Clark has the call like is, is like partially shirtless and the eagle comes on his arm? Yeah, yes. And, and speak and speaking of of partially shirtless, Lex in a robe here. I mean, come on, <laughs> Lex Luthor, romance cover. 
Like, yeah, with, with, with Supergirl in a nightgown behind him. This is just like Team Sexy right here. It's great. Um, <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> and, and um, he sends her off like, yeah, no, investigate this. And he's thinking to himself, Could, is he alive? Could he be yeah. alive? I love uh, can I still have of, a chance to kill him? I love that the title of this story is Grave Obsession. Yeah, that's, 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 that's yeah, a really clever title. title. Like, yeah. Um, I swear when I first read this, I thought this was Mitch, but this isn't Mitch right now. It's not. No, but, it's not Mitch. It's just some guy that looks suspiciously like Mitch. Yeah. At this and, point, and he's, Mitch is he's drawn like the family. same colors and everything. It, it's really yeah, weird. Yeah, I, I had to, I had to, I had to be assured that this wasn't Mitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like coming like directly off of the last issue too, where he was like in this exact spot. <laughs> um. So Supergirl goes investigating underground. She finds these tunnels. Um, and she went through a secret entrance. Meanwhile, that is only ca- that that is only important because it, because the plot thinks it is. Meanwhile, we catch up with the best character ever. Uh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> the best character ever. Fucking uh, gangbuster. He's, he's not. He's not. He's a fucking legend. Look at how fucking bizarrely red his skin is. <laughs> Right? I, I don't get that. <laughs> it's like a salmon. It is perfect. <laughs> I love it. Um, we meet up with Inspector Henderson, who we saw earlier, right? Who was confronting Westfield, right? Yes, yes. I believe so. We all say kind of unsure. I'm yeah, pretty no, sure. It was him. It was him. Yeah, it was, yeah, him. It was, him. It was definitely uh, him. And I guess in, in, Inspector Henderson knew Gangbuster when he was still Gangbuster. <laughs> And this, like, I mean, you ha- you could have something interesting here with, like, oh, it tore his family apart, so he gave it up, but now he needs to do the mantle, but I, mantle again, but I don't think they do anything that interesting with him. I'm sorry. Hey, Jacob, th- we we follow up on this, and the absolutely essential legacy of Superman is... <laughs> I have thoughts. I have <laughs> okay, honestly, like, before we even go into it, I think Legacy of Superman is probably, like, the single worst issue in this collection. Yes. Uh-huh. Totally. <laughs> it's, like, it's not all horrible, but it's 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 the issue that most damages my reading of this book. Yeah. Like 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 there's still some really nice character stuff even in this issue, like immediately next. Like the Gangbuster stuff isn't terrible here. I just mm-hmm. I don't particularly like the character. Um but then you have great stuff with the Kents and Lois again. Um mm-hmm. still being unable to sleep. You have Pockhead just just being a grandfather. Basically, look at this man. I love him. You're fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's it's and it's it's the, that great reassurance. And even even though Lex is weird, um, lady friend. Yeah, I I yeah. I have again weird. Okay, weird, what is going on with that? <laughs> Yeah, uh, Lex, it's, Lex, it's, Lex, Lex, Lex II just needs to be surrounded by sexy people. That's well, okay, it. it's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I actually have a theory. Okay, is that some of the writers are horny? Ah, yeah, as 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 most people writing comics in the '90s were. Not Louise Simonson. She's not horny. Yeah, but this but is this Ordway. Very. This horny. one. This one is Tom. Oh no, this no, is Ordway. This is yeah, this one's Ordway. Yes, you're right. Okay. Like, and then they give these, and then they give these plot lines to artists. Yes, and they tell them to draw these things, who are also likely horny. 
Yeah, this page yeah. does not really like advance this, the plot or characters. It's just this it's is a very, this is a very elaborate theory we're working on here that may or may not be proven correct. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, at the at the very least, though, they are equally horny for both men and women. Yes, <laughs> I mean, if the way they draw Lex is any indication, exactly, yes. exactly. So at least equal representation of, of their horniness. Um, so, <laughs> I get out. Um, okay, so we move on. You have uh, you have Supergirl finding the body. You have um, that's Turpin, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Turpin. Yep. He's the I keep wanting to call him Dick Turpin. Uh, no, that is Dan Turpin. Dan Turpin. Um, but yeah, the, it's this, it, it's, it's this great sort of like two inspectors and, and dude again. Yeah. Who, I, 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 who, 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 the, fu- who the fuck is that? It's who not Mitch. I, like, even here you can tell it's not Mitch. Yeah, it's not. Uh, he, I think he's only keeps showing up because he's the one who called the secret tunnel entrance. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> hey, at least we are. A little over a third into the book, and this is our first plot line that goes absolutely nowhere. Just this guy here. So we're doing okay for uh, all things considered. Yeah, we're doing okay, but like you have them basically Turpin going down with the flashlight because he's not he ain't afraid of ghosts, kid. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, Bibbo is uh, is is crime fighting in the name of Superman. As he should, the fucking legend. And then Gangbuster shows up, which is <laughs> look at him. Look at this fucking costume. He's significantly <laughs> less red, I like to point out in that top look panel. Look at this fucking costume. Look at that symbol. <laughs> yeah, that's an that's an interest it's an interesting symbol for sure. That, nowadays, yes. <laughs> that, that it, <laughs> I didn't even yeah. consider nowadays. That it is. That it is. Now, I clearly I, it's clearly not meant to be that modern symbol because that modern symbol did not really exist. No, no. Um, but it's it's there. <laughs> it's there. Uh, um, anyway, but on. yeah, it's um, but yeah, Supergirl going into the underworld. Uh, she follows the thing, and she see Jacobitz back again. The yeah, underworld. No, there's actually something interesting. I think here they do a really good job of showing Supergirl as a character on her own now that she, like, her, her communication is cut off with Lex. Like, um, it helps, at least for me, sort of get over the weird extreme bond and pairing of these two characters from death, like, the almost controlling pairing. Um, yeah. That she at least is her own character. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I think the idea, the idea with, like, this Supergirl in particular is that she's she is sort of breaking away from this controlling relationship. Um, and it's, it's cool to see her like standing on her own and it's, yeah, it's yeah. nice. So, but yeah, you have stuff in the underworld, including Mr. Spike man. Yeah. The spike, I remember the, the spike man you talked about last episode, <laughs> which again, wasn't it all, expecting see, it all back. comes back around. It all, <laughs> absolutely necessary issue in death. Uh, yeah, some, some really nice, some really nice action. Uh, Dan Turpin losing his shirt. See, equal horniness. Because, because... it's he, Assu- he assume, assuming Jerry Ordway had a thing for Dan Turpin, which I mean, who wouldn't? Um, it's a, some nice wrestling, but it's the interesting thing of they didn't steal the body. Like they, they don't really. Oh, I just realized he gets in his, put in his underwear later on. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> when does he even lose it? Uh, it's it just like when Supergirl picks him up. It's. It, I think it's more of a comedic. 
Oh, is he? Oh, no, he's like actively trying to take it off in this one panel. Uh, yeah, because it, it's it's the wait. Why is he trying to take his pants off? He's yeah. not seen in that panel. Wait. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> I think it's because a grenade fell into his pants. Is the implication? Uh, oh yeah, I think so because you can see the grenade. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as I find that grenade, okay, there we go. Okay, cool. Okay, we found it. We found it. Found okay, it. That, grenade that, in pants. That's the reason. That's the reason. The quote-unquote reason. Um, I was just going to say that. <laughs> They're um, the proverbial quote-unquotes. So, so having, uh, having, the, uh, having determined that the underworld monsters are not, not responsible for Superman's body, they just sort of leave the tunnels, Maggie Sawyer is there waiting for them, and we find out, oh no, what a surprise, as we knew already, Superman's body is with Cadmus. I know, right? I kind of would have liked this turn more if we didn't see them actually. Yeah, why is that? If we didn't actually see them take it. Yeah, why is that cliffhanger already a thing? A couple, like, oh my god, why? So, I have a theory. I have a theory. It's like, in case you're now just joining us, that's why we're including this. However, at this point in the arc, Mm -hmm. because Superman's already dead. Either you are still reading, or you've dropped this. Like they are yeah. not adding new readers. I don't yeah, exactly. Think. Yeah, especially like because the cover of this one it says "Funeral for a Friend Five, and there was already another tie-in issue before then. Why? Well, like you would have dropped the story at this point. So, like, I get the point that like it's, it's you know in case you missed it last time, but come on, who is keeping up at this point? But again, it is it is a, a, a story that's taking a place taking place across like four different titles so you do need to have that repetition every now and then but here it's a totally pointless cliffhanger if it was if it was in recap that'd be fine but like it's the last panel like and i think honestly the cliffhanger of them getting no closer to knowing where superman's body is like is fine yeah Uh, well i mean it does kind of make it feel like it's a waste of time doesn't it yeah, this is this is the first sort of like story loop that we have that isn't going places anywhere fast. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because we move, move on, on to Action Comics six eighty six. Again, uh, I love that they keep it Supergirl in Action Comics. Yeah, yeah. Well, it can't quite be Superman in it anymore, can? It? No. <laughs> so um, yeah, so we have that Funeral for Friends six. I, I love um, the text on this cover though. I was gonna, Who's I was buried in Superman's up. tomb, and why is Lex Luthor so paranoid? <laughs> I know. I had just literally took note to the fact that bottom square. I don't think I noticed it on my first reaction. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. Uh, this is one of the Roger Stern issues. Um, Open on this sort of chase sequence with the Guardian. Get a nice sort of two-page spread here. It doesn't add much. It's actually... <laughs> it, 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 it goes to show that to that point we had in the non-spoilery recap, where it's just trying to indicate that other people are trying to do the Superman thing. Yeah, yeah. Except, but... except I think they've already established that by this point, fine. Like, yeah. this, is, this is the first issue that feels like... We are stalling. Yeah, and we have a good near. Uh, we have a good over two hundred pages left. <laughs> yeah, no, like the Guardian has a fight. There's maybe some interesting internal conflict. Like, so was the Guardian like a recurring character? Did he have his own book at this point, or was he? Just... Uh, no, Gar- I don't think the Guardian's ever had his own book, but he's he's been a main character in other books. Okay, so like he had he he's been a character, but like. You don't... Oh, the the gray horny guy is called Double X. There we go. He's called what? Double X. Double X. 
I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but that's what I, I'm, I'm going assuming for. you are, because if it was one B, it'd be Dubalex, but it's two Bs. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. But yeah, like. So we meet uh we meet Lex Luthor's assistant next, uh, Happerson, who I love. Happerson, I've been waiting to hear someone say that. Yeah, Hap- oh, oh, you didn't know how to pronounce it. Um, yeah, Happerson. Yes. Um, yeah, Happerson is here. Um, he fucking he's like one of the only people that like knows that Lex is not Lex the second. Um, so he, he's yeah. sort of a fun character to have here in Lex's scenes. She's like, yeah, and, I, and actually, the only person shit. Lex can monologue at. <laughs> this is the first time that uh that that you guys would have read how um how lex how lex the second came to be yes yes i love I the one visual there of of the brain with eyeball <laughs> it yes. is hilarious i loved that visual so much like, it's such a weird it feels like a much older comic book concept of transferring his consciousness into a younger body a younger this, australian body you know, it um, feels it feels it feels silver age yeah, yeah, uh, but it's... which isn't a bad thing. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it, it's just kind of corny. That's it. And, and they, what I love is that they, they, they just they play it completely straight. Yep, yep. It is, it is just a thing that happened that he lives with. This is one of those times where, like, the repetition from another plot beat in storyline makes sense because we haven't seen it already. Yeah, yeah. If if you just like, picked up if you just picked up reading Superman books because Superman died and you're interested to see where interested in seeing where it goes, you want to know why Lex Luthor looks like a romance co- novel cover. Yes. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you have another about a page of of, of the Guardian going back to Cadmus. Uh, and way too much inner monologue. Oh my god. God, so much text. Sometimes, yeah. Some this, of the dialogue this was in strict need of an editor. Dialogue heavy. Just cuts, just, just cuts some of this text. Even on the next page, like, oh my god, there's so much dialogue here. Holy shit. Like, it does not stop. I, I do like Lex and Supergirl's reunion. Um, mm-hmm. That's nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I like how Lex plays it up for the press. Uh, but, uh, and, you know, the, it's, but, but a lot of this, this issue seems recappy. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we do get this cool moment here where, where the Guardian, like, finds out that, that Cadmus has Superman's body and he's not cool with that. Yeah. Him finding out, I love that splash page. Oh, it's uh, so, so nice. And also really, just, really nice just really fucked up to just continually have Clark's dead body as a character it's, in these it's, comics. It's such a striking, striking visual that, like, they're, they're going to keep showing the body. Oh, yeah. They, they do not shy away from it. And um, again, in a time where DC still wanted to leave it a secret that they were going to bring him back eventually, it's just a dead body lying there. Yeah. I like on this splash page the scientist on the bottom left going, man, I really wish I didn't do this. <laughs> She's like, why? Why? How did his story is like, how did I get here? How did I get here? Because, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's fascinating. Um, Guardian and obviously, like Guardian is mad at, at Westfield here. Shit ton of dialogue later. So uh, much dialogue. So, so much. much the next two pages dialogue. are like ninety percent dialogue. Oh my god! This is Roger Stern. Uh, I remember noting this actually when I first read this book. Um, that like Roger Stern issues are so fucking dialogue heavy. Yeah, it's a trend, and it's like yeah. You're in, like, 
okay, sometimes like you can have a, a lot of dialogue. That's fine. Um, one, sometimes like the thought balloon mapping isn't isn't the best. Like yeah, yeah. Like sometimes it's so bad that you have thought balloons taking up like half a panel. Yeah, um, and that's like no. Um, but yeah, you have super going back to the tomb. Uh, a nice scene of things. What Lois finding out the body's missing is nice ish. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's hard to find continually find new things to say about these scenes because a lot of it at this point just becomes the same thing happening again and again. Yeah. I mean, like, the only really new thing happening in like the scenes back in the tunnel. Uh, and, the tunnel, uh, yeah. The, the tunnel gets flooded. Supergirl saves them from it. Um, but it's going to cause flooding for other areas, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Okay, so so this is a concept then, actually, after they get out of the tunnels that I like here. Um, the, uh, the the sort of Superman worshippers. But they oh, don't do yes. much with it, at least they, in this they, book. They don't, but it's a cool idea to have there. Just to... I think this idea totally makes sense. Like, if Superman existed in our real world, there would totally be people... I think even in his own lifetime, but like before he died, that would look at him and go, you are obviously God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like that's something that um, um, despite having several issues with uh, uh, with the Zack Snyder trilogy, Snyder does a decent job of setting up. Yeah, I, I don't get where where the idea that Superman isn't at the very least some sort of biblical allegory comes from, because it's totally there. I mean, he's a Moses allegory. Yeah. And, yeah. the, and we've sort of reshaped it over the years to be a bit more directly Jesus, but it's there. It's 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 there. He's 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 a he's at his at his heart. Superman is a paragon. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, uh, and as such, yeah, like, yeah, like th- this idea totally makes sense. Um, we'll talk about it more in rain because they do appear a little bit more in rain. Um, okay. So they don't um, get entirely dropped. No, no, uh, they don't get, they don't get dropped completely, but still, there they, don't was, play, uh, they don't play. Obviously uh, you guys talk about it in rain, but I, t- I, I just passed an interesting point in the Superman worship uh, line of reasoning that happens when there's different Superman. Oh yes. Yeah. Cause I, I, okay. Yeah. I know that because, you know, I've seen the cover of Rain. Yeah. Oh, no, big spoiler. There are multiple Supermen. (laughs) Um, (laughs) In a story called Reign of the Supermen. (laughs) Yeah. um, But, uh, yeah, it's a cool idea that gets developed upon a bit more in Rain. I Uh, do really like the last page of this issue. Oh, with uh, with Lana leaving, right? Yeah. And and both Kent leaving. It's it's, it's dialogue. Oh, God, the the artwork here, too. Oh, my God. So nice. So, it's so nice. really good. No, it's and, really I, and good. I and I like the the sort of spectators here that are like, oh yeah, that's uh, that's uh, like Lois Lane. Uh, that's Lois Lane. You know, like she reported on Superman. She first she first gave him his name. That's like she, like even even without knowing that like Lois was close to Superman, the public knows Lois Lane at least had a certain connection with him. Um, yeah, that was there. So it's really interesting to see that played upon. So now, my friends, it is time. The legacy of Superman. <laughs> uh, uh, you, I am so excited because okay, from the beat, from the start, I just want to say because it's the first story when I turned the page from the cover. Um, I was actually pretty invested in who, what, what they were going to do with Superman's body, hmm. and I left this very upset. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Okay, I will say there was one story in this issue that I liked. 
Okay, tell me it was the last one, please. No, it was Sister Act. Okay, okay, I do like that one, but the last one is actually my favorite. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I'm uh, checking ahead to see which stories are which. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wait, which one was that? The the last one was the was the Linear Men one. Oh, the Linear Men one. That's right. Yeah, that one was that one was that one was good. That was interesting. Believe it or not, that actually becomes significant in within the Superman block, Jacob. Too. Of course it does. It does. It does. <laughs> it does. Um, anyway, so uh, we open. We're wrapping up the Superman's body is still in plot. Which, but are I, we? Which realistically, it hasn't gone on that long, but it feels like it's gone on for fucking ever. It's it's because it's 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 because it's it's essentially three issues basically. But in those issues, Superman's body is stolen. Someone then, gets so, someone gets pissed about it, and then they just they don't do anything else with it. And that's it. That's it. Like, uh, Guardian is a fine supporting character when he shows up mostly, but mm-hmm. him being trying, they're trying to make him the driving force of Superman's body being missing plot. But uh-huh. that, but they don't do that until after you've already established Supergirl and Lex Luthor as the driving forces of Superman's body has gone missing plot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. And then we just get the appearance of Aron, super soldier of the future, brainchild of Dr. Carl Packard of his uh, and his lab rats. Some guy. Uh, some guy. Yeah, that's. I that's, love the way. Um, I, I Joey, I pointed this out when I was reading it on the page where I love the way the what the what the way Westfield's drawn in the one panel. It's like a really tiny panel on the on the one right page. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, with the fucking teeth. <laughs> Yeah, where you yeah. get, like, the Joker teeth. I love it. <laughs> Tim, Tim Sale flashback. Tim flashback. Well, no, this is... Here's the thing. This is one of those... This is, like, one of those things where it's, like... They're introducing a bunch of characters. At this point, they have to realize they have a bunch of new readers. Like, they are actively making it hard for new readers to follow. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Like... I don't know this Aron character... Who yeah. is he? Honestly, What's... neither do I. I have no fucking clue who this is. Um, oh, thank goodness. You know, no, I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. Um, Westfield's a dick. Uh, we already knew that. Um, uh, punchy, punchy, shooty, shooty. The end. That's... There are some yeah. kids here. here the, the lab rats. The, the, Wait, kids here. yeah. What's their deal? What the fuck's their deal? Yeah, Allison, well, remember, I, I've, I remember. No remember ideas. the little blurb. Remember the little blurb I read. Uh, Soldier yeah. of the Future, branch out of Doctor Carl Packard and his lab rats. Wait. These are the lab rats, the kids. What the fuck? I, okay. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Who wrote I, this? I don't Who wrote this? know. Uh, this one was by. I genuinely uh, this uh, Carl Kessel. Okay. That's a bit nervous because I know he writes one of the arcs in Rain. He writes, he takes over one of the books in Rain. I think. Uh, look, I like all of Rain. I'll tell you now, I love Rain. Okay. Uh, yeah. and, as, and as I'm currently going through Rain, I haven't seen anything come up that's just as stupid as this. So okay. So then we move into the second story, Sister Act. This is uh, by Roger Stern. Yes, I Actually, really like this one. It's quite good. Yeah, it, it's it's quite good. I like this one. This it's is this, about, um, it's this great. It's this. It's it's a great little almost horror story. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was getting big like cheesy eighties horror. Mm-hmm. 
because like this woman gets this woman you know gets mobbed uh mugged uh and she's and she's possessed by this superhero character, um, the Thorn. And See, I, like, I read this as she has a split personality. That's how I read it too, actually. Yeah. Either way, I mean, yeah. You, you've I, been I, outvoted. I, it's a it's a split personality. Yes. All right. Well, I I'm just no longer the host then. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Um, <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, but I mean, like her design, it's a cool design. Um, just another example of people uh, being heroes in Superman, Superman's absence. And it's it's cool. It's a cool idea. Um, and it doesn't overstay its welcome. It doesn't. Yeah, it's 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 a more succinct piece. But also, it is by Roger Stern. And well, there's so with, much even dialogue. Even with his so much dialogue, it's almost snappier than, like, the last... Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Look at the second to last page with the police and these gigantic thought bubbles from Thorn. Okay, yes. Come on. Like, <laughs> that is insane. Okay, yeah, I see what you mean. That is insane. But um, he shows some restraint in places. Yeah. Um... Just, uh, it, it's a cool little story. It doesn't do too much, but it's cool. Then we move on to the best story of all time, featuring the best character of all time, Gangbuster of Suicide Slum. I actually really like this story. It's Jerry Orway. Oh, oh, fuck. I, I keep looking at the penciler credit. Wait, why, why do they have this weird trend of putting the penciler first? They, they did the same thing in the other one where I was, where, where I was reading the Jerry Ordway credit. Actually, wait. Is it only Jerry Ordway issues? It seems to just be an Ordway shit. That's so weird. Maybe That's they just so like weird. And, it's, I, and I can't figure out why. It's, it's not alphabetical order because, no, like, no. the colorist and letter... Well, the colorist, yeah, would be alphabetical, but, like, the letterers are Costanza and DeGuzman. Like, yeah. those... Those would be first. Yeah. That's um, weird. Anyway, Gangbuster is perfect. The end. Uh... <laughs> So there no, really I, isn't a lot to say about this one outside of no, I no, personally there's, had there's, massive fun reading this. It's, it's this is cheesy. at least fun it's, action it's, and yeah, cheese. It's really, yeah, it's it's just cheesy. And it's, Which it's is kind a, of... a semi-nice breath of fresh air, but it's also still like they don't I don't think they do anything interesting with Gangbuster as a character. No. Um, is this his last appearance then? I forget. Um he appears very briefly one more time, but I can't recall um, if it's at the end of this one or at the beginning of Rain. Um, I do like Funeral Pyres, uh, the final story. Yeah, that's the final, yes. Yeah. Yes? Um, the yeah. Minus, uh, uh, minus well, one here, man. We have, we have one more story after this. Um, Funeral Pyres is, is here, and it is by William Mesner Lobes. Um, I had a Lex, few immediate thoughts. <laughs> Lex is not as romance novel cover. No, no, no is, he's not. Is... That was the first thing I noticed. Mesner Lobes, not horny. <laughs> This, he is not. No, unfortunately, <laughs> that, that, that's what's been, that's what's kept me attached to this story is, is how Lex Luthor is drawn. <laughs> but no, like, like also in all seriousness too, it's like the other thing I immediately noticed because I've been make I kept mental track of how many times Lex would like in his head go, "Little do they know." Yeah, little do they know that I am evil. Yeah, yeah. like like this this, this story opens up with everyone going, "He's so nice." He gets into his office. I wish they would all die. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so fucking funny. Um, yeah, this nice little like sort of metahuman story to the side here. Um, the, uh, this was a brother and sister. Yeah, brother and sister. Yeah, that yeah. um, uh, that have these that have these powers, and it, it, it's a cool little story. It doesn't do again like every story in Legacy, other than like the first and last one. It doesn't actually contribute much, but it's it's here. 
Um, yeah, there's an interesting like shooting at the at the at, at Lex Corp, uh, which Lex just doesn't react to really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to find where, oh there he is oh he's smiling even in the one panel like, he is yeah, yeah yeah he's just like yes one of my secretaries was just murdered okay Lex <laughs> <laughs> um uh so, so, so uh, these guys that um that uh that shot the girl like they, they stole something uh Lex is it's only one of the most terrible weapon the most terrible weapon ever developed um and uh I don't, I don't, do they ever say what it is it's isn't it that gun that they have there it's a gun it's, Actually, yeah. Like, actually, looking at, it, I'm curious if they say what it's called or not. Probably not. <laughs> it's called the, the Destructionator. Yeah. Yep. That that's it. That's got to be it. Um. So these two, uh, these two people, um, or no, just the one. The brother just goes to try to stop it. Yeah. And the domino uh, mask as a, as a disguise. Ah, uh, and uh, and then uh, and then he just gets fucking killed. Like he 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 just gets fucking murdered the second he walks in there. Which is um, an interesting sort of. I like this is an interesting sobering moment of. Yeah, it, it, it's not all people like like heroically stepping up and saving the day in Superman's name. This is this is someone that that just fucking died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Then you have hologram Lex Luthor. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, right? no, wait. Wait, he's not dead. Wait. Yeah, he's not oh, dead yeah. anymore. Right. He gets he fucking... resurrected because, you know, they're aliens or something. That's that's right. Okay, th- this this fucking sucks. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> oh, you see if he died, 10 out of 10. Not no, dead. no, it's, it still fucking sucks. <laughs> no, it's because, it's because it sets up a death, implies that it's a death, and surprise, no, he's alive. Yeah, it's it's weird. Does the last story actually have a name? Uh, I don't think no. it does. I don't think it does. Um, no, this is by um, da- no, I'm a good few flipping the first few pages. No name. It, it, it's it's the linear men one. Um, this it might by- be called Vanish. No, is- that that's just the first line of. Yeah, text. That's, no, that's that's. I don't think it has a title. Interesting. That anyway, may be why. That may be why I I I the uh, the last two stories of this just melded together. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, wait, oh, no, the last one has a little end. It has an end, but also, like, it's like... I'd is... like to point out it ends with them flying into the sky. Yeah. And we pick up do. with people in the sky. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that, that doesn't help, does it? Um, so, uh, this one's by Dan, Dan Jurgens, who has definitely been the standout writer, I think, in these collections. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I've liked him and Simonson's work the best, honestly. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely the two strongest here. Um, so obviously, I, I, obviously, neither of you knew the Linear Men before this. No, I'm guessing. no. Um, I mean, I think this does a pretty good job of getting. Oh yeah, yeah, across. yeah. This, this, this story tells you like what they're all about. But I love this idea of of this sort of like newer inductee to um uh to the to, to linear men who hears about the death of superman and says no this is the world's greatest hero we just met this guy the other day how could he be dead what will the world do without him i have to go stop this yeah and he like decides right and so gonna... and so we directly revisit superman's final moments and um and he sort of needs to be talked out of doing anything about it because 
there's a valid point to be made here. Okay, if we can save Superman, let's go back and save Martin Luther King Jr. Let's go back and save Einstein. You know, That's let's like st- call it Einstein. Yeah, let's go save all these people who made the world a better place and, and eventually died. Um, if we have this great power, no, this is what the power is. It's choosing to let the, to let these things go and let time move on as it should. And it's 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 not an easy thing because yeah, like yeah. But it's a great story. Yeah. And as such, we get, you know, that final panel is just literally adding them to that already dramatic image and adding that much more weight to it, knowing that someone was there and actively chose not to save Superman in that moment for the right reasons, but still actively chose not to save him. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's a very, it's a, it's very heavy, but very, it at least gives us something really good to close that on mm-hmm. um despite legacy itself being a kind of a shitty issue kind of oh, yeah. bad. yeah I, I was so unhappy with basically all of these points. <laughs> unfortunately because you want to say that like uh, something that, you know if they're making a special called legacy of superman it's dedicated to people taking up action in superman's name um you, you'd want that to be a lot better than it actually ends up but here we are and for me, the biggest disappointment was that first story, which is such a hard left turn yeah. from where that ploppy yeah. was going. And then when we, when we pick up with it, it picks up as if none of that crazy shit didn't happen. Yeah. 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 So we move into Superman, the Man of Steel, 21. Amazing cover. Unfortunately, spoils a lot about what's going to happen in this fucking issue. Yeah. But yeah. my God. I will say, I will, I will say, this is sort of where things almost start getting back on track. Yeah, actually, like, we, we start getting back on track. It's going to take another hard left turn, but we start getting back on track. Uh, we have Paul Kent died in a cornfield on the cover here. I, I, like, I don't it. know what uh, what Jacob too thought of this, but I looked at this and I went, Joey, <laughs> Joey. <laughs> oh, my brain was like, this was seeing this was like, right, I'm finished. When I was re- reading this, I was like, maybe I'll stop after Legacy because Legacy was just uh, Then I'm like, no, I have to keep going. I got to at least going. find out what's going on here. Um, right. Such a striking cover. Unfortunately, again, does spoil a lot about a lot of what's going to happen, but just a great cover. I wonder if that has to do with the fact that maybe they knew Legacy wasn't the greatest edition, and they were like, how do we get people to want to keep going? Well, no, because this wouldn't have been published in succession. I, I like it, Like, this was just the next funeral show. Like, le- like, Legacy itself isn't part of Funeral for a Friend. Yeah. Well, what I don't think Simonson wrote anything for Legacy, which is uh, no, not for Legacy, which makes sense because she contributes this uh, Man of Steel twenty one, and, and it's this one... is a great piece of character it... drama. Yeah, we oh. open on Lois having a nightmare about you know Superman dying again and her not being able to do anything do about anything it. about it. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Underworld is flooding, and they Underworld did, I'm glad is they back did, again. I'm glad they don't drop the flooding stuff. Um, but like, because like it, it creates a threat, but like they immediately cut away to something vastly more interesting. I love the way that Ghosts, the title of the issue, is cut between the two pages. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It looks. Is it? It, it, oh, it, it is. Yeah, yeah. It looks kind of awkward if you like spread it out, but it, it's 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 kind of cool to have there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, Mon Pa Kent make their way back to the farm. Um, Pac Kent is the fucking heart of this. I love this. Um, it just everywhere he goes, he's remembering Clark when he was younger, and 
and and ways that he watched yes. him grow and and things that Clark went through and it just fucking breaks him. It's, and, it's and you see Martha like queuing in every time one of these one every time he has what I'm what I ref- lovingly referred to as episodes. Mm-hmm. It's basically it's basically an ep- a, a, a psychotic episode brought on by via grief. Because um, and it's it's the first one like is just heartbreaking because it's like it's. It, one, it's it's just oh, so much father and son love, and then nobody's here, Martha. Yep. Oh my god. How could I be talking to anybody? <laughs> this poor man. And then, and, we then, go back to and, then and then legacy becomes a one hundred percent essential issue because you got to find out where these fucking kids come from. Um. So, <laughs> I may have, I may have seen and uh, what his name is Joey. back. I'd like to point I'm out. Sorry, I skimmed this page because I was like, oh, I I do not blame you. I'm like, no, give me back to Lewis. Give me back to the Ken. So that's the interesting shit. Yep. It's literally right there. Uh, John sees uh sees little Clark as a baby just eating and playing with a plane. It's just oh, it's adorable. I love it. Is, it it oh, is God. the adorable, wholesome. Like, yes, I want this more of this. And then you. Then you then you get a, a very good a very decent thing of, of people in the underworld trying to sort of help out with the flooding. Um, uh, uh, played alongside Guardian, just with these fucking kids. Just, he's like, oh no, it's flooding in Katniss. He better not make that happen. And you have Lois just sort of sort of like the implication is her bearing her in her work in her work because it's like, well, she's grieved. The grief is still there. She's got to keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we get this really nice scene. We just randomly cut to Batman, but it's a great scene. Oh, um, yeah, this was this was so unexpected, but I loved it because it's, it's a great scene. Like shit, uh, like this is what should have been Legacy of Superman in at yeah, least some way. Honestly, like, like why couldn't we follow? Like, I get it, wanting to like focus on like smaller people, but like there should have been something like this in there. Do a mix, like yeah, like do do like like one of the short stories be a page or two of each of, like, our main Justice League members. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Um, But here we have... You have that great thing of, he gave me this ring with a kryptonite stone. He said, I have many enemies who have tried to control control me, and I live in fear that someday they might succeed if that ever should ever happen. If I should ever lose control, there would be only only one sure way to stop me. Oh, it's so, so good. So, Um, and it's it's why I'm... Generally, like, not the biggest fan of the let's have Batman and Superman fight each other. Like, mm. but they should be friends. But the, but also friends. but also that's the whole reason this scene exists. It's like they're friends. But if if it should ever come to that, they trust each other enough to stop the other. Yeah, and um, you have you have some pictures of, of the worshippers kind of rioting as like definitely doing the Jesus figure shit. Yep. Um, uh, more underworld shit. Uh, probably. But, but you, also, you have Lois. You have Lois trying to get answers of like w- what's going on um, right before. Oh, with finally someone gets proof. Cadmus has the body. Um, finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you also have. Uh, my favorite, I think, of the of the John Kent hallucinations here. It's uh, also talking, my favorite. Yeah, talking about like Clark's powers. It's just oh, it's it's, it's, it's young adult Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love. I, I love like, the way- and John is like, this is when I doomed him. This conversation. Yeah, 
I love I love the way Clark is drawn with just like no eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's just a haunting moment, but you know makes so much sense in 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 this issue. Um, yeah. Lois gets in some scuba gear and and tries to help, which I think is actually pretty good. It's like, nice, yeah. It's but again, good. These fucking kids. The fucking children. Fuck them. And these the, and, and the 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 short one there that has the fucking that it, whose dialogue is like phonetically spelled out. Yeah, yeah, I see you, and I'm looking at. It, I see what you mean. Hey, obviously. it's Lois Lane, the reporter. Hard to tell in that wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate it. I hate it so much. Um, Lois sees Clark's body there. Fucking flip shit as shit. Which this is this is a necessary scene. You needed yeah. this. Yep. Like, and Lois Lane can hold her own, which is in a fight. Yeah. And she's she just hugs her fiance's corpse. Oh my god. Oh, that's such a great moment. I love and that. And and speaking of Lois being like a super strong character and like the way like just how she looks and stuff. I love the way she's drawn in the bottom right panels where she's just like, I'm going to do what needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. It's like right. I I'm going to blow the lid off of this entire story. Uh, and then John Kent just starts to fucking die. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 dying. Oh my Ooh. god. And then and then we parallel the death of Superman panel with Martha yeah. holding him. Oh my god, look at it. It's so good. This is what this collection <laughs> is about. This is where we've been going. And I gives, saw and I saw that panel and I was like I, it I'm sorry, you finish the, your thought. I was just saying, it gives the funeral for a friend title such a new meaning. Um, you know, who is this funeral really for? It makes you question in these moments. Um, because Superman fucking died last collection. Who are we really talking about in these moments? It could be John Kent. Um, and it's such a gorgeous moment. Go ahead, Jacob. And you have, well, because then you have, you, you have, oh, wait, which Jacob? Uh, Jacob won, because he was saying something yes. before. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, like, and I saw that panel and I see the cover for the next issue. I'm like, well, I have to keep going. Yeah. Um, this is Funeral for a Friend 8, Superman number 77, with by the title Dan on the Jergens. bottom. The title on the bottom, The End. And it's by Dan Jurgens. And then you, get to, then you turn the page to page 250 of the collection. <laughs> and Jurgens is P. Corny. <laughs> it is the it best. Is, it's the, it is the greatest. It's this gorgeous full page of shirtless Lex Luthor drawn in excruciating detail. <laughs> I love uh, it. Okay, before, love before we move on with that, though, um, unfortunately, there's over 100 pages left in this. You know the plot's going to be stopped dead at some point because we're finally, yeah. back, we're finally back on our roll. Um, but a great cover to this one. I love Superman sort of flying towards the light, um, sort of like this heaven imagery. It's really nice. Um, but Lex Luthor is 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 training with this girl, um, remembering all his past battles with Superman and things like that. Is, uh, does Lex Luthor get a robot arm at some point? Uh, that would be a radiation, the kryptonite radiation thing. Like, oh. like so, so like, um, I, I'm, I think I'm right about that. I think he would have like replaced his hand at one point, um, to like stop it from getting to like the rest of his body. Um, but it was too late. His the rest of his body was already dying. So I think that, I'm pretty sure that's part of it. But yeah, he almost gets his ass. He basically gets his ass handed to him. Uh, and he's so pissed at this lady that he plans to fucking kill her. Then, but interestingly, then Lois comes in <laughs> with Supergirl. 
And with this very interesting piece of dialogue, hello, Lex. It's obvious you're not like your father. (laughs) (laughs) Because he got his ass handed to him. And well, it happened more than once. Yeah, yeah. And and you have, you know. uh, Unless he's referring to his looks. Maybe. Probably. Yeah, not not fucking bald. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like, yeah, if that overweight old power broker had ever dropped, been drop kicked like that, he'd have put the kicker, he'd have the kicker put on ice. <laughs> and you have the woman who kicked him. Good thing you're not like that, eh, Mr. Luther? True, <laughs> Sasha. How very true. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> just a great little bit there. Um, but you have uh, you have you have Lois being smart enough to be like, yeah, I need your help, because um, like despite Lex being evil, uh, and I I don't want to say Lois doesn't can't tell Lex is at least a little suspicious by this point. Uh, I oh yeah, but, I think so yeah. But there's also like Superman's dead, and Lex doesn't want to see the body experimented on, because um, like Lex is Lex is evil, but he's not like that evil mm-hmm. that type of evil that let's let's experiment on the body of my greatest enemy yeah um, uh meanwhile john kent is being uh, rushed to the hospital oh my god it hurts another it's also what i think is also great is that lois doesn't know that john kent has had a heart attack obviously yeah like, yeah she's 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 like on her on you know on her way up in the world she's figuring out how to get clark's body back meanwhile clark's dad is dying yeah, um, uh, you know what, what could potentially be his last words. He, he gets he becomes conscious again and, and yells out Clark. Um, you know that that image of, of Martha Kent just just with the thought bubbles thinking you know because with my son gone I just can't bear the thought of losing Jonathan too. Yeah, uh, again it's a recap, but it's really again it's a recap that is still pushing things forward. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not like we've cut back to the cornfield and we'll and then we do the hospital scene. No, we go to the hospital. Yeah, like, we're actively advancing the plot here. <clears throat> and you have so, that great montage of, of, of photographs for mm-hmm. from Jimmy. Uh, and we get the in-universe explanation for the for the news time issue, which is really cool from from the last collection. I always like that. that, that that's, it's great that it's like it's the one man who basically tells Jimmy like we want to do this special, uh, and they they just want to use your work. Mm-hmm. It's. It's that nice. We want. We want. To, it's. It's sort of the general. We, we don't want like. We don't want full rights. We just want to use it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice little moment. Um, and he <laughs> and he gets to pick out the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's one obvious choice. You know, the ripped up cape and everything. Um, love that little silhouette in the bottom of him with the chair and the cape colored behind him. So so nice. And then you cut back to Sasha in the locker room. More horny Dan Jurgens, we love it. Horny Dan Jurgens, but um, also, um, and then Sasha's fucking murdered. Yeah, Sasha's just just murdered, and um, that plot point is dropped basically for now. Uh, we do catch up with it again, actually. Okay, well, I was gonna say I feel like yeah. that's something that's gonna come up later. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we do catch up with it again. Just uh, also, I like it that they try to like obscure who's killing her. Like, who the fuck else has any history history with her in this it's in Lex. this story? It's like, Lex. It's it's fucking Lex. Um, so, so that's there. Um, more Lois having memories of Clark, which is nice. Um, uh, she takes a bike, a big bike from this guy. <laughs> um, 
and uh and starts to make her way over to uh over to cadmus where supergirl is 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 helping to get clark's body they eventually do get his body um meanwhile john kent is still dying which yeah it's it's and there's some great parallel scenes of of the doctor over john kent Mm. with clark over john kent yep Oh, it's so nice. Uh, we get the body back to Superman's monument. Uh, Lois says goodbye properly. Um, Lex then asks to be alone, and we get this gorgeous moment where he does an evil monologue around, around it's, his it's, box. It's not even an evil monologue. It's almost Shakespearean and, like, it's it, Oh, it's totally. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. I've won, but it's, it's also like, wait, but have I really won? Mm-hmm. Like... He's he's almost trying to convince. It feels to me that he is trying to convince himself that he has won. Yeah, yeah. Because he has um, not won. No. Oh God, no. No, he's lost. He might not have lost even. It's just there's no victory. It's a null win. Yeah. Um, not even a tie. And you know you have you have Lex slamming the coffin. A doctor slamming slam John on Kent's John Kent's chest. Um, John Kent sees lines. Doomsday. Uh, as as he as he starts to flatline, um, he sees Clark again. Uh, Martha calls for him one last time. Those final fucking panels of John Kent flatlining. You see that that uh, that line go across on the screen. It's just it's just these E's. Then you get your credits. One of those few cases in in older comics where. Uh, where the credits don't come early on in the issue, and it's like, no, Dan Jurgens did this. Dan Jurgens fucking broke your soul. And then. The plot comes to a <laughs> halt. Dude, it is it has come to a halt so hard you get whiplash. Oh it's like, wait, yeah, no, like, okay, so so I'm just gonna say, I don't hate this this annual. Yeah, I just wish it didn't cut us off right there. Like, no, no, this this should be after the last issue or before. The well, I think, I think the way this, I think the way the issue after ends is reason for that one to be last. This one just could have come before, I think. Yeah, there are other places where this could be, and it would work. Hell, this uh, could have opened rain for all I care. Like, yeah, I mean, that's actually not a bad idea, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because I, I know rain opens with the like the last eight pages of of issue oh, five hundred. Yeah, of adventures. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, off we go. The Supergirl and Team Luther special let's by Roger Stern. Let's try to get through this as fast as possible. Yeah. Not only is it fifty fucking pages, it's by Roger Stern. So, so it's <laughs> dense. <laughs> yeah. Um, even where you get like this really nice, a full page of Supergirl bending the steel bar. Lex has this fucking monologue there. Why does he need to monologue there? <laughs> Well, yeah, because he's doing, like, a business presentation. Isn't this, um, yeah, yeah, he's basically a business proposal, like, allow us to do the thing Superman did. Yeah. Legally allow us to arrest. I I have a Supergirl. (laughs) Let let me offer Supergirl's assistance, and that's all it is. Um, we get another (laughs) panel of Gangbuster for some reason. (laughs) I think it's shown to show why he should be allowed to do it legally compared to the way Gangbuster's doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you also have Thorn there, and you 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 establish the threat of Doomsday and things like that. <clears throat> There's a kitten. She saves a cat. That's yes, nice. yes. Vital, vital. We and, we need again, we need the cat. This is a bad issue. One, it's it's Roger Stern's walls of text. 
Yeah, that that's honestly it. Like, like this isn't a bad issue. It just it's it the text just drags it down. It is walls of text. It makes the fifty page issue feel like a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, cause yeah, um, like she saves some more people and it's great. Um, you still have the interesting people in delirium thinking she's Superman. Yeah, yeah, you have. Actually, there's a, there's a nice little moment between Lois and Supergirl here. I like this. Tommy yeah. Planet. Yeah, that's nice. It's there. There are nice little things in here. <laughs> it continues their interesting dynamic from the previous uh, issue, which was you know kind of acerbic. Still very dialogue heavy. Yeah. <sighs> like like really dialogue heavy. Like you have this thing of of. And this is the point where Lois can eventually can learn about what happened to Jonathan Kent because Lana Lang is called. Yeah, but no, because these clearly weren't written with the Jurgens John Kent is dead plotline in mind. Yeah. Because uh, then you have at Star Labs, which is... Isn't that like... Okay, so in, in, in the CW Flash, I know that that's where the Flash is based out. Yeah, yeah, they, they do that. But Star Labs is... It's, it's pretty much that. It's where people like... Someone like Silas Stone, like uh, like Cyborg's father, would work. Just, you know, superhero-related experiments happen there. <laughs> that, but, but, like, not like the Cadmus kind of superhero-related experiments. These are the good ones. Yeah, these are the good exactly. ones. Exactly. Um, these are the kinds that, that, so that, that Guardian would approve of. So this terrorist... <laughs> these have ethics. In, this terrorist guy breaks in. He uh, he steals the, the the robot suits there. Um, I think Lex... it's more he's. I think it's more that he has a gang waiting to help him steal them. And then we get superhero Lex Luthor, which is just kind of funny looking. I love. It, it. Yeah, it looks so dumb. It looks so dumb. Who wrote? I like Roger, the double Roger Stern. Not horny. No, surprisingly. Surprisingly. Um. Wait. So, so we have that. Um, I, I like it's it's obvious, like from the get, like Lex clearly put these guys up to it just to show his, just to like show off his suit and, and get the public on his side. Like that's it. Yeah, which is you know, fine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a cool it's little just... plot. You get a nice little page there with Supergirl and Lex, and but it's a couple of his uh, soldiers is sort of crashing in there and stopping the terrorist people. Um, There's a bit where he he sounds all. He almost sounds Australian. He breaks his leg, which stays broken. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It stays broken for I think most of Rain. I'm pretty sure too. Almost all of Rain. Yeah, Maybe like even more. I forget. Like, it, it has consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so much monologuing. Yeah, yeah. So much monologuing, and back into the thought balloon monologuings. So, Supergirl shapeshifts so into. Um, random people. Random. One of them's Princess one of them Leia. Being Leia. <laughs> yeah, I, that is funny. Um, well, well, one of them is 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 Lucy from My Love Lucy. Yeah. Um, oh yes. Yeah. So that yeah. That, that's that's. I can't tell. The one. I, I I don't know. That it's probably like someone from the nineties. Yeah. I don't know. Then, but yeah. So, so yeah. That. Um, and then Mrs. Mom Luther. Yeah, which is kind of fucked. Um, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> I thought that was the weirdest one. Yeah, and then uh, and then she passes by, or oh, um, what is it? The, the real one passes by these two girls that are uh, that are talking shit about her, and then 
uh, and then the Supergirl one passes by. Or no, Supergirl one passes by first. I can't fucking tell. Wait. Yeah, okay, hang on. I followed this better than you. I'll explain it very briefly. The, these two younger girls are like, oh, blondes are just, you know, bimbos and stupid. And Supergirl's <laughs> like, mind your manners. And, they, and she walks off and they go, man, was she a blonde when she was younger? Only for the real one to show up behind them and go, whoa. Yeah, what's going on? It's a funny gag. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, taking you right out. It's it's the problem of like John Kent is dead, people. Let me. Can we can we please just get back to that, please? And I know that's not what this issue is, but please. <laughs> like, oh my god. Um, oh, I just turned the page, and there's a reference to uh... <laughs> to to Aron and and the Guardian. Yeah. Oh right, those characters. Legacy of Superman is just unfortunately essential once again. Yeah, it's like there's some nice action. You have some nice scenes between Supergirl and Luther, uh, but uh, really, and you have Supergirl transforming into lizard, creepy bug man. Yeah, and it's then... basically just to get this guy out of the boardroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool-looking lizard, creepy bug man. But, oh my god, look at this. Look at that page where, where, where Supergirl attacks the guy, the lizard. Like, there's so many thought bubbles there. Why? Yeah. Why? Why do they need to be there? Yeah, a lot of them, they don't. Um, and it's Lex. like, it's basically like just setting them up for him being evil or something. Supergirl becoming herself again. You, you also see in that moment actually that the shape shifting actually kind of hurts her. Um, yeah, which is which is a cool little addition. It, it's 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 better than your typical uh, like easy shape shifting in in in, in most fiction. Uh, so that's, reading like her dialogue straight, isn't it something like uh, shape shifting my clothes and like and like and, and and like damage isn't isn't all that difficult, but like whole non human body transformations are difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then that's pretty much the end of the, of the main story of this. Then we get this little extra thing at the end called Shelter, which is another Underworld-based story. Yeah, of, like, trying to build... Oh, this was the Underworld. I don't, I don't really get that. There's just, it's, it's just here. It's a it's, thing. It's, it's just a thing, it seems. And Supergirl uh, likes to pop up at the this end. This is so... It's so long. So, so long. Can we just move on to Adventures 500? Uh, well, let's 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 do this at least a little justice. It's okay. it's it's some nice interesting thing of gentrification. Actually, is is bad actually. Uh, yeah. Which you know, fair, fair. And moving on to Adventures of Superman five hundred. Um, off we go. I love this cover. I love this cover. Um, it's it's John Kent and Superman fighting off monsters <laughs> and it's gorgeous um it's, get these get these wonderful taglines back from the dead the man of steel fights for his life um just really really cool stuff here uh surprisingly this is not by dan jurgens uh which i mean hey cool i'll take um a lot well, of this by it's also and the entire super team but yeah yeah i um, imagine that's uh later stuff that, yeah, that we will cover in this episode. Yes, that'll be the the last couple pages of this issue that show up in um, Reign right. of the Superman. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, so we have we open on. The, I love the way the artwork of John's hallucinations uh, are, are are done. Um, just this it's, very like liney, 
light on color. It's, really it's, nice. it, it, it reminds it, it. It has a very interesting vibe. And then we get this gorgeous full page of John Kent's dead body at this point, uh, with the title "Life After Death." Um, so so cool looking. Uh, and John Kent sees his son uh, once again. He sees him as Clark at first. His clothing disappears. He's Superman underneath. You get some really nice dialogue here. Uh, and Superman is sort of taken away by this quote-unquote afterlife. Um, really, really interesting. Telling his father just to go back. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. John Kent is John Kent, and he's going to fight for his son. Uh, Lois finds out. Lois has found out, obviously, at this point, so she goes to visit Martha, which is really nice. We get another page of Gangbuster. Buster. Look at this man. <laughs> this is the follow up on the. Uh, uh, this is following up on that last detail from the Gangbuster. It's actually story. quite a few pages. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Uh, there's so much Gangbuster here. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of Gangbuster. There's a pun about. There's a thing about the Tooth Fairy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Like there's some, I'm guessing it's like he's anti-cop. Uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure that's necessarily what's happening because the moment he punches the cop, he realizes oh. he's done screwed up. Oh yeah, that's that's weird. Anyway, back to back to the actually cool stuff. Um, John Kent's hallucinations take on the form of him like crawling through these like World War One type trenches. Um, I think I think it's supposed to be Korea, either Korea or Vietnam, actually. Yeah, I think it's Vietnam because he says do a couple say, times where they are. Oh, do they say? I I can't remember. Yeah, and just the uniform looks Vietnam. Mm. But so he's sort of like walking through here and. As far as John Kent knows, like this is just the afterlife. This is him fighting for his Korea. son. That's Korea. Oh, it's Korea. Okay, it is Korea. Okay, cool. Hmm. Like, oh, wait, that makes sense. Well, well, it makes sense for how old John Kent is in the nineties. Um, yeah, I mean, none of this really works out if you if you if you take the whole history of Superman. The sliding right scale of comics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but still, he uh, he's here. Is that haunting? Um, I'm dead, Johnny. We're all dead here. Oh, so so good. And then you get this weird scene with Cat Grant. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone actually want to talk about this, or can we move so on? So she gets. <laughs> I'm okay just skipping it because it's kind of weird and doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> it's weird. It's like, yeah, it is weird. Tucker gets gets sexually harassed in the workplace. Yeah, um, like like okay, yeah, that's perfect. She goes, oh, it's the nineties. I could report. And he goes, no, you won't. <laughs> fucking horrible. And, and she's almost like, yeah, I won't. And it's like, what? <laughs> what is this fucking scene? It's such a good and, and he has this line, like, oh, you and what is it? You and your kid should come to dinner. And he and she's like, no, no. And he's like, oh, you should. He goes, okay, okay. <laughs> I just love the way this guy's drawn on the last panel he's on on the bottom of the page, too. (laughs) It's basically like, you need to call Olsen so he can take more Turtle Boy. Speaking of Turtle Boy, uh, I think uh, this guy's watching Turtle Boy. Yeah, in in prison, this guy's watching Turtle Boy. (laughs) And it's basically the entire idea is it's the life after death idea of people living after the death. Mm -hmm. Uh... Yeah. 
Then we go to uh, to Jimmy once again. Uh, is this Ronald too again? Right? I think so. Yeah, Ronald here again. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It should be. I don't really. I, yeah, I Ron Trupe. Yeah, he has a he has a bigger appearance in Rain, and I guess I I just don't realize how often he shows up before then. He's just a background player, but yeah, it's like you know we keep worrying about Clark, mm-hmm. and you have then by the hospital bed. Yep. Uh, we go back to uh, to John's visions once more. John is literally fighting off monsters of hell at this point. <laughs> yeah, falls down a pit. Um, I love this uh, this full page here of uh, of this sort of like Satan like figure sitting on a bunch of skulls as uh, as he sort of taunts John. Um, really, really like, cool imagery here. As he he's drops not the down. devil. No, in no. A, in a, in, a, in a couple pages, John will. Uh, I'll say was she the devil and I go I, and I had to look back and go how does that make how do you immediately look at that and go she uh there are there are breastuses um <laughs> yeah 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 there are okay anyway um she drops John down this uh down this hole and he goes into space then <laughs> just really cool it's, visuals well, it's here great, it, it's this great surreal dream logic for the entire sort of what is basically a dream uh, he falls into space, which is inside this lady made of space. <laughs> yeah, called Kismet. So interesting. Just so many interesting visuals here. I love it. Um, who did the art in this issue, actually? Uh, this was... This this particular story was uh, pencils by... Uh, Tom Grummet, inks and tones by Doug Hazelwood, and colors by Glenn Whitmore. Cool. Very, very cool. Very, very nice use of color here, mm-hmm. especially. Um, so, uh, so then we, then we come back to, to Clark here again, and Clark is literally being taken by dead Kryptonians in this afterlife into the Kryptonian afterlife. Really, really interesting visuals here. An interesting idea of, like, death in the DC universe uh that does match up um because i did read somewhere that at this point they did want a certain other female character to appear uh did they yeah who they wanted death to appear like wait seriously like neil gaiman sandman death oh that's cool no fucking way i didn't know that because this is 93. The Sandman's already been going for a couple years by now. Four years at this... Yeah, four years. Uh, damn. Wow. Okay, yeah. Then. That like, did not clock... Wow. Okay. Really, really interesting. Yeah. Like, it didn't... It, it fell through, I think, because... I don't... I, I think it was just, like, a, just, just a thing that fell through. Well, um, I think also at the time, DC was still pretty stiff about not crossing over any of their vertigo stuff into the main dc line yeah like dc could cross over to vertigo titles but having vertigo characters show up because i because i stuff was a little bit more because i think gaiman was all for it like yeah no i would imagine i would imagine minus etrigan of course well no etrigan was was dc pre-vertigo was it i wasn't i don't know it's history fully so i'm pretty sure it's good to know he should have been but yeah Um, there's there's some great it's just this great idea of of like yeah, I imagine here's where death would probably have shown up. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, and then which... Gangbuster shows up again. He's fucking drunk. He's... <laughs> or no, well, he, well, I mean, he just got shot. He, drunk. he ran, swam in a river. I'd, be, I'd get oh, drunk, Here too. it is. This is the... Wait. This is... that. Is this that guy from the fucking monument? 
Maybe? I don't know. I think it might be. He's dressed in the same clothing. Just homeless man. Of semi-plot importance, apparently. What the fuck? Okay, but, okay, but he had a phone before. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so there, there, uh, this is either two characters that look very similar, or it's the same. Yes, and they're yeah. both going to Bibbo's. Yeah, as they should, as they should. Oh um, yeah, like so. Uh, J- John continues to help Clark fight off these these afterlife uh, beings. Really, really interesting uh, visuals once again. Love the way Clark is drawn here. Like once he like breaks free from it and starts fighting them off. As as Superman and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great idea of like no pa I can't deny death. Mm. But but Pa can't just won't hear that, you know? He 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 won't accept that. Uh he still wants to take Clark away from all of this. And he actually does. They fight out together. Um they they go through this hole. Um they 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 escape. Um obviously this is more a metaphorical thing. This is mostly Pa Kent hallucinating, yeah. but this is played alongside what happens with Clark's body then at that point. We'll get into that in a second, but I love the way it's played in this. Um, not only does them escaping bring back John, you know, he makes it through this, but you see, Clark- you see, you see the, the, the heart monitor go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes a bag. Lois starts to fly back to Metropolis then, and we start getting these news reports, these people uh, talking about how they saw Superman, and Superman yeah. saved them from something. Superman came and did this for them. Uh, you have all these interviews, specifically four interviews on the second-to-last page, talking about a different Superman each, um, all leading up to Lois and Henderson going into Clark's, uh, going into Clark's grave again and seeing that the body is missing once more. And I like that at the end, it does not say the end. It says the beginning. The beginning. Uh, and it and truly it's a is. Because, ending. because honestly, from this point, this is where the arc really kicks into high gear for me. I love absolutely everything after this. Yeah, so there's the interesting thing here is 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 that we are we 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 are at the end of, of this story, but we are at the beginning, like in we the are, same yeah. way. Yeah, now uh, now now it's now it can really get going, I'd say. Um but that being said, that that was funeral for a friend. What did you guys think? Still the weakest of everything we've covered, Joey. I'm sorry. Like uh, I know we've been gushing no, no, about that last no, issue. It's it's great. It's it's a, it's a brilliant last issue. And 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 we gushed a lot right at the start of this, but man, did we complain a lot around the middle. It's it's a it it just it drags a lot in the middle. I um, think I think the movie adaptation, uh, which which we did watch for this episode, we watched. Uh, I, we watched the for those because there are like a million adaptations of this. Um, we watched the newer twenty eighteen one. Uh, we didn't do both of them obviously, but we did Death of Superman. I told told them told Jacob to wait until after we did Funeral because there are a few things adapted from Funeral yeah. into here. Um, they smartly adapted most of the important bits in Funeral, mm-hmm. and they cut what needed to be cut. Much. Which was most of the middle. <laughs> most, <laughs> most of the middle. They cut most of funeral as it is. Um, but I love that they did keep the, keep the Bivo scene, which is perfect. Um, the it ain't right, God, that whole thing. Um, they kept that. But there was the funeral scene itself. Um, 
there is unfortunately no uh, Lex the Second in the in the adaptation. They, they do lampshade it. They do. They do. They do because Lex Lex sneaks out in public. Also, Lex is played by uh, Dwight from The Office. Yes, that's it's a really bizarre Lex voice. That that's interesting. Doesn't quite work to be honest. He's a lot angrier there. Yeah, yeah. Um, that means that being said, Jerry O'Connell is a brilliant Superman, and Rebecca Romaine is so good as Lois. Yes, and it's, well, it's interesting because it, it 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 does a really good job of instead of trying to adapt the early stuff of Death, um, the weird early stuff that like is very much like this is the end of a previous story. Yeah, it just it it goes in and does its own thing, and I think it really works. Um, but yeah, this I mean, your... plus it helps set up a lot of where these characters are in the animated movie universe. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Jacob 2, uh, this was your first time with this DC animated cast, with, like, Jason Omar as Batman, uh, Rosario oh, Dawson really? as one. Yeah, yes. I, don't think, I don't think you'd ever seen one before. There are, like, yeah, 16, I, there are like 16 of them. Um, uh, yeah, because I know we had the option to do one with Court of Owls, but decided no and save that for... Yeah, I decided there's, a, there's, there's a better spot to do that later on. Uh, so th- th- there'll be a way to do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, um, this is your first time with that cast. Did you like the cast of it? Cause I, really I liked, liked pretty much everyone in the cast. Um, like it's, it's hard to get a really also, good Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. He is perfect. Perfect as Hal Jordan. I love him. He's so, oh my so God. good. Yeah. So, so it's good. also, it's interesting. Cause like also like Barry Allen's the flash in that. And like from the way the flash is portrayed here, it's very different. Like, yeah yeah um yeah definitely but uh but i do like it because also like it it works with the way they do it in that movie because they make the uh the parallel with iris and barry getting married in that yeah yeah um, um which is a so, great so gag nice. of batman on pta it's so good we need more shotguns for the school field trip you know? yes <laughs> so good i love uh, it. some some uh, great gags and it's, it sets the scene very nicely um it i it's one where like it, de- it both adapted the story really well, as well as making, like, the proper changes. Almost like, and I'm gonna get some shit for this, the Killing Joke adaptation. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause, yeah. like the Killing Joke, this is one, there's a good half hour or so of the movie, 20 minutes to a half hour, that just isn't in the comics. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm a little sad we don't see Pa Kent's heart, Kent getting a heart attack. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm. I'm. Per- believe me, I'm perfectly happy without that being there. <laughs> However, I understand why it's not there, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really good. It's a really great adaptation. Like, like, I don't know how Superman Doomsday is gonna adapt all four volumes of this. Jacob, Jacob, I watched that movie like way, way back when it first came out. I have not watched it since because even as a kid, I was like, this fucking sucks. Um. So it was, uh, it, it, it'll be fun to revisit it. Uh, we'll probably be doing that after we do the return volume. Yes, um, and that's what that's what I have written down. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun. All right, I guess that covers it. Holy shit, this is our longest episode, actually. Doesn't surprise me. This is officially our longest episode. <laughs> wow. Um, fuck. And we stayed on topic. We stayed on topic. Yeah. Yeah, but here we are. Um, I can't imagine so. this going any. I can't imagine we would have gone off topic. Yeah, I mean, hey, we could have gone like way into detail into legacy. Legacy we skimmed, and we, we also skimmed. Uh, we skimmed the Team Luthor special. So, but those we, are like those are like things that like 
They're good. Honestly, if you're reading, just especially the Team Luther schedule, skip it, and then after you read 500, go back and reread it. Because it's yeah. good. Yeah. It's dense as, as all hell. Uh, but it's good. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that does it. Um, as always, if you like what we do, uh, uh, consider uh, giving, leaving a rating. If whatever you're listening to us on offers a rating on your podcast provider, uh, just give us a rating there. Leave a review if you can. Uh, it would really mean a lot. Make sure it's a good one. That'd be great. Um, uh, also, if you only listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any of the platforms that we're on, uh, be sure to su- subscribe to the YouTube channel, Blood Donut Studios, as that is what shows the most support as to um, who listens to us and, and, and who keeps up with what we do. Uh, that would it's really also the best way if you'd like to leave a comment. Uh, that's the best way to do so. Yes, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's the best way to leave a comment because it goes directly to us. Um, so yeah, I guess that about does it. Uh, Jacob, my brother, I'd like to thank you for coming on to join us um, for this especially long episode. Um we gotta wrap this up actually now um but yes uh, thank you so so much for coming on uh again uh to everyone listening thank you all so much for listening it really means a lot uh knowing that there's so much support for the podcast uh really means the world to us because uh it it's it's a it's totally like uncharted territory for for me and jacob uh to, to to be delving into a podcast like this um talking about something that we don't typically talk about uh and to know that there's so much support for us for it still seven episodes in it really does mean the world to us so thank you all so much for listening until next time this has been joey morgan and jacob licklider and jacob morgan goodbye <laughs>